The Robert Scott Bell Show podcast is brought to you by Trinity School of Natural Health and Nutritional Frontiers. Learn more at trinityschool.org and nutritionalfrontiers.com. Ready or not, it's Wednesday, October, no, November. See how it goes? The 15th. And we have got another live broadcast of the Robert Scott Bell Show. For those of you tuning in early, please share the show. It's at robertscottbell.com slash listen or various places where we're not banned. And it's a, it's a banger of a show. What does that mean? I don't even know. Is that a British thing? We got Heather Gartuga, Trinity graduate spotlight, Trinity School of Natural Health. We got you being super D as well. We got questions of the day, comments of the day. We've got a homeopathic hit to counter all the hits. And I'll tell you a little bit about my journey back to shoulder health as I went back into the gym today. And uh, there's so much happening in the news that's making my head spin. It's like they actually printed. They said, what? Yeah, 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 just stay tuned for that. Check it out. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on. Thank God for you guys being here with us. Tell your friends. Let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. I will never talk to a doctor about my general health ever again. If I break my arm, I'm going to go see a doctor. If I need surgery, I'm going to go see a doctor. My general health, never again. None of them know what they're talking about. They're all full of All they know is to put you on pills and Mm -hmm. put you on medicine. That's all they know. Holy tamole. Did you just hear that? That was Dana White. Wasn't he like the head of UFC, big time businessman, multi-millionaire influencer as well? When he speaks, people, people get knocked out. What the heck? Did he just say he would never consult a doctor for his health unless he broke a bone? What is going on out there, y'all? Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. I feel like we got to up our game. We got nothing else. You got the head of, of UFC going out there and talking like we talk. They just turn the microphone over to Dana White now. Good Lord. And that's just the tip of the iceberg today. We've got stories after well, story after story about the vaccine issue published in mainstream uh, uh, media. You'd never see the way they've done it. And in fact, one of them, well, we'll get to it. Anyway, we'll get to it. Super Don, uh, everybody take a look at Super Don. He's about to get his hair cut. And if you guys want to see something really scary, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of the Crypt Keeper, you know, with the, the skull, with uh, the hair keeps growing. Oh, yeah. Not good. Yeah. The ponytail. Well, I, I was thinking I, that that uh, I should have been Barry Gibb uh, for, for Halloween. Oh uh, yeah, you could have done that, right? This year, get a little perm. Yeah, Can so you this those is high notes. This is uh, wow. So it's this going is off. What I've been working on for who's gonna? Who do you trust with cutting that thing down to size for I'm the just, wedding? I'm just gonna go to like great clips or whatever. They're just gonna hmm. whack it off. Although I am gonna put it back up with a ponytail. I'm gonna have them cut it. I'm yeah, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it. Keep the ponytail. I'm gonna keep the ponytail. Can we just like put it up, like hang it from the the rearview mirror? The well, you know, Ke- uh, Kevin the other day on Skype was saying that it would be cool if I did a Fu Manchu mustache, <laughs> and that would be perfect for. Something oh like my that. gosh! Yeah, glue that on. Yeah. All right. Well, just wanted everybody to see you before that happens. The wedding is what this Sunday for your daughter. It is big time. I feel I feel that, and also the things you know I've been dealing with, uh, just going a hundred and. 
20 million miles an hour layer upon layer of things happening simultaneously. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm getting it done, but you've heard it said, if you want to get something done, give it to somebody who's really busy. I feel like that's what's been going <laughs> I on. I thought it was, you got to do it yourself. Well, that's yeah, well, th that's the next statement after that, but it's been like that. Now, Dana White, you, am I right about that? UFC, that was He's his CEO. History. Yeah. CEO, CEO right? of UFC. I mean, seriously, what do you think of that? A guy like that saying that statement is shocking. Not to me or you, because this is, you know, what well, I've been at. I would love to hear the context around yeah. that statement as to what it, what happened that caused him to get to that point. Because it sounds like he's kind of referring to something that he says never again. Well, why? What happened? I'd love to hear the story. There's probably more to it in that interview that he did. But I'm, I'm thinking that's quite a statement, do isn't it? I think it has something to do with COVID jabs, don't you? Wouldn't you it think? It very well could, yeah, because, you know, uh, it was a hassle for him during the pandemic because they had fights lined up and all this yeah. stuff, and, and it was it was very weird to watch a UFC fight back during the pandemic, and there was nobody there. It, it was just the guys fighting in the ring mm -hmm. and their 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 uh, their team, you know, their and their trainers and stuff, and there were no fans in the arena whatsoever oh, yeah. that was the most bizarre thing because you had you had bruce buffer right yeah you know coming out there fighting in the third quarter you know there's no cheering no, cheering, there's no nothing. nothing yeah <laughs> it was very weird wow so they if i remember correctly i i'm probably going to get this wrong the the detail of it but mm -hmm. uh i believe that dana white he either like he like bought an island or something Oh, yeah, so they could go fight. So right? they could fight. So he had his own island in mm -hmm. order to be able to have the fights there uh, yeah. and have people there and not deal with, uh, you know, mandates and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think he's just pissed and realizing how much he's been duped and everybody was. Well, I, I would like to say that we weren't, but I also like to say we had the intellectual integrity to, you know, soft pedal it initially to go, all right, these are suspicious things. Let's, let's cover it as we go. But super Don, once again, I got to ask you, you've been with me all along the way. How many things did we get wrong in COVID compared to WHO, <laughs> CDC, FDA, Fauci? Nothing, nothing and, major. Yeah. I mean, and, and most of, yeah. I mean, most of it was that we got it right, you know? Yeah. Of course, you know, the thing is, is when, when you've been around for a while and you see how things work, yeah. Uh, yeah, even though a lot of the stuff that happened during that pandemic just kind of just made your eyeballs bug out because, you know, it was just so outlandish mm -hmm. and crazy what they were getting away with. Um, a lot of it was kind of easy to predict because they, you know, they don't listen to us. They don't take our advice. You know, we tell them, you know, look, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, they keep doing it wrong uh, because that's wrong. all they know how to do. But no matter what. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride for sure. And it, it doesn't seem to let up, does it? Mm -hmm. We thought, yeah. that you know, all oh, the pandemic's over. They're still nuts. They're still yeah. doing crazy stuff, which is good because otherwise, what would we talk about? Right. So right. I made it back into the gym today since we're talking Dana White and fighting and stuff, my kickboxing gym. Uh, you know, of course, I'm doing all this stuff and winning challenges of the week at uh, what what age now of this body, 57. And I I, I just like I, get, I injured myself bowling with the kids. I'm like, come on, that's just <laughs> now I went in uh, to Dr. Kenneth Oliver, who we had on a ner the neuro clinic, talked to him about. So I just got some cold laser therapy yesterday. I've talked about how that helped me when I had a frozen shoulder many years ago. I'm like, dude, I'm not waiting. 
So I did that. And then I was putting, um, well, I was putting the CBD, you know, the transdermal CBD from Nutritional Frontiers on it. Mm -hmm. And also homeopathically, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off on what I did, but you'll know because it's the homeopathic hit of the day, uh, what I did. And I went, uh, this morning, you know, getting a lot of stuff done. And then finally I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta work out. Cause it's just all the energy I need to dissipate from the intense mental expenditure, you know, of all the things, like I said, layer upon layer of all the stuff we're working on. So I went in there, started slowly, but I, it was great. I was able to use, I was probably at 90, 95, eh, no, 90%, I think in terms of the use of my right shoulder. And it looks like it was a strained tendon, not a, not a rotator cuff injury because it recovers so quickly. So I, I've been doing some things. I'll share with you more about that. But also if you want to, uh, the gals at the gym, uh, one of the trainers that doesn't know my age, apparently they don't know my age or like guessing my age. One said 44. I was like, God bless you, Tony. You're awesome. Nice. You're great. Yeah. And she was a member that became a trainer. And then uh, another one, which is, uh, 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 let's see, Dorothy, the Latin lady. She's amazing. And she's like, she likes to give me hell. You know, she's tough. And she's, she gets 51. I'm like, add six years, you're in there. But but I said, this is what you get when you start eating organically for, the la- you know, what, the last 32 years? I mm-hmm. think that would be, if I do the math right, 33 years. You, you're going to age a little b- more gracefully. It's not that there's no aging, right? This is the idea that people that are against aging, I'm not against aging, but I'd like to age gracefully to be able to do stuff. And in fact, I've shown that I can do stuff now that I couldn't do in my twenties. So I want to give give props, by the way, I won the challenge of the week again last week, not to brag, but here we are. Um, And this is the challenge of the week um, that we do at the gym. And, you know, Kiki, I couldn't believe I beat her at that one. They caught me in a candid moment there with that picture, if you want to see it. But I want to give props once again to Nutritional Frontiers because the, the muscle growth that I've gotten, the building of muscle at this age has been largely due, you know, other than the normal muscles I had, whatever. But it started, I was like five pounds more uh, was with the super creatine product. Let me see if I have, yeah, here it is. So if you guys haven't taken seriously, you want to build some muscle, this stuff's amazing. It's a comprehensive complex formula, not isolated creatine. It's a, it's one that I feel good about taking every day. And so you guys can get 15% off with the RSB 15 code. If you go to nutritionalfrontiers.com. And then another thing that of course we've been using even longer is the, the, the copper, Remember, copper is so critical for connective tissue and repair. Sovereign copper is amazing. Do that a tablespoon every day or more if you need it. I was talking with someone earlier today who is struggling with connective tissue issues and arrhythmia. And she's been doing a lot of magnesium, Super Don. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, if you still have arrhythmia, even though you're doing a lot of magnesium, you're it's copper. All right. And, and so the sovereign copper is another thing you can get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Use the code RSB5 on checkout or you can go directly to the makers of it, they have a, a, a link. We have a link at the banner at robertscatbell.com. In fact, Super Don has put up the, I don't know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday specials as we get them. So if you want to get the best deals, come on over. There's They've a got a tab. copper bundle, actually. Let me okay. just, let me show you real quick here. Cause yeah, it's actually, I think it's in today's show notes as well. <clears throat> By the way, the website seems to be doing much better today. Yeah, knock on. Way head. more responsive right. than it has been for like the last three weeks. Okay, that's good news. Uh, let's see here. So there's two different specials going on right now. They've got an immune support bundle. Okay. And what they call a skincare bundle. And in the skin care uh, bundle, yes. it's got the uh, the copper. Two of the big coppers, a small one. And then it's got the um, 
two gels. The two the gels, silver, and it looks gel. like it comes with a sovereign silver, sovereign silver tote, like, tote bag. bag. That's cool. And it's uh, 20% off plus plus the tote bag, so. Dude, all right, jump on that. That's really cool. I want and, I want, I want, the sovereign silver coffee cup. I like that coffee. We'll see if like we can that. get you one there, Super D. Yeah. And maybe we can give some away for our next AMA. Uh, also, uh, I got to say thanks to John Hewlett and the Cardio Miracle, and you got it too, Super D. I do. Uh, these are the packets you can travel with. That's the travel have, packet. Yeah. They used, so, to have the, they used to do the tub, right? but what they did is they went to the, the, the big pouch now. Oh, so you scoop uh, it out of a pouch. So, because what they did is they upgraded the quality of, of some of the ingredients. Yeah. Um, added the monk fruit, yeah. which was more expensive than the stevia blend that they had. Right. And so in order to keep the price the same, yeah. they went from the tub down to the pouch. Okay. So which you can, I use I every day, and it, yeah, it works just fine. I'm so. still using the old formula I had, so I can't waste it. But uh, my wife's doing the new formula and loves it. Uh, so Cardio Miracle is what facilitated that cardiovascular capacity. Like since I was a young athlete, and I think it's even better because I had arrhythmias. I had tachycardia as a young athlete because I wasn't well uh, in, in, as a swimmer, but I, I willed myself through it. Now I'm, I don't have to will myself through it. I'm, I'm winning the challenge of the week, three out of the last four weeks. So thanks, Cardio Miracle. Thanks, Nutritional Frontiers. Thanks, Sovereign Copper and everything that I that I do. I, I try to be an example for you if you'd like to do, you know, it's it's just fun, to, a little bit of, of bragging. But honestly, I, I would if I was at another gym, I'd get whipped by a bunch of 20-somethings and 30-somethings. It depends on the gym you're in. But there's some good fit people. I feel pretty good about being out there doing what I'm doing at this age, and I, I'm not complaining. Now, it, we have uh, also a special guest this hour, one of our Trinity graduate spotlights, Heather Gartuga, will be joining us. And we have links to her and Trinity, of course, in the show notes. And you, you want to learn body, mind, spirit, and you want to apply it, and you want to actually ha have an ability to make a living doing it, you can do it. You can do it. And we've featured so many people that are doing it, whether they're working with doctors and chiropractors or other naturopaths, uh, or they become naturopaths themselves when they're nurses doctors coming through Trinity and doing great work. So we're going to get to that as well. But I want to follow up here and you can go to robertscottbell.com and see these links to these stories. This first one is a stunner. It's in the New York Post and it says a COVID-19 vaccine reckoning is coming for the DOJ over federal mandates. And I'm like reading this thing. I'm like, are you sure this is not natural news or some other holistically inclined website that's not part of the legacy media? The Justice Department just posted a new jobs ad. It's looking for eight new attorneys to defend the federal government in vaccine injury cases because they're starting to pierce the invincibility of the, the various vaccine uh, acts to protect the manufacturers of these vaccinations, including the PrEP Act and other things, because people have been suffering such severe, I would call them direct effects, including death, that they're saying, hey, it's fraud now. We're finding contamination in this stuff. You didn't reveal it. It's now not just something that you say we can't sue, but when you have fraud, deception, et cetera, now you can pierce it. And so they talk about the 13,000 Americans who claim COVID vaccines uh, caused uh, them illness or, or killed their loved ones. And, you know, they mentioned myocarditis. They mentioned Guillain-Barre. They mentioned these things and they don't go, oh, well, that's in dispute completely and it's not real. They're actually referencing these things as if, We've lo they've lost the battle. They can't beat it back and pretend it's not happening. That's what I'm seeing now. And if you look at what the numbers are, 12,775 COVID injury claims submitted to the CICP since January 20 30th, 1st of 2020. Only six people have been compensated as of October of this year. 
and they only got on average 2148 bucks each this is embarrassing and the feds you know practically mandated they'll say well it wasn't really a mandate well of course if you didn't get it you were kicked out of your your job and, and other things how do you go to a injury compensation program and find 96% of the claims don't win and, and only 14% of them have even been adjudicated and there are numbers of, of cases they actually reference, including uh, they mentioned uh, React 19 and Ernest Ramirez, the loss of his son. You know, he went to Congress and testified. He says, I love the hell out of my country, but I don't trust my government anymore. And and this the thing they, they reference here, Ramirez couldn't even grieve the loss of his son in peace. They say Twitter censored the photo he posted of his son's coffin under the caption, my goodbyes to my baby boy. And three broken heart emojis and a GoFund and GoFundMe deleted his account to raise money for his trip to Washington to testify on what happened to his son. Think about the cruelty of Twitter at that time and all of the mainstream media, much less the so-called new media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of that banning us, deplatforming us, and not allowing us to tell the stories of those who have been injured or killed. And so this free speech lawsuit, Missouri versus Biden, revealed the authoritarian lengths to which authorities went to hide the truth. That's a statement you would never, ever see in a mainstream newspaper, even the New York Post. They talk about the demonizing of the critics of the, of the so-called vaccine. And they quote Aaron Siri in response. It's not a conspiracy, of course. And of course, to call these people anti-vaxxers, how can you call them that when they got the vaccine? The same stuff that used to succeed every which way but loose is not succeeding anymore in their fight against those of us who've been speaking out a long time before COVID, but those who have joined the battle during COVID or now post-COVID, you're winning. You're absolutely winning. Now they say it wasn't 3%. They're, they're downgrading it to 2%. What am I talking about? Not milk, but the number of Americans who have taken the latest COVID booster or COVID injection. According to figures released last month by the Health and Human Services, 2%, not 3%, have taken it. And who's to blame? Is it me? Is it Mike Adams? Is it uh, Ty Bollinger and the, the, the disinfo dozen? I mean, maybe we've had a little impact, but nothing like the mainstream media and big government, big pharma, all colluding to tell you what to do, to tell you what to believe. And if you didn't do or believe what they said, they were going to demonize you. And it's backfired. As Super Don pointed out earlier this hour, he said, we tried to tell them. We explained it to them. <laughs> we mansplained it to them. They didn't take our advice. And then I was looking at, uh, let's see if there are any comments on this thing. I don't know. I was looking to see, because normally when you have an article like this, there are comments and they're mostly rabid pro-vaxxers going, you know, you guys want everybody killed, but it's not. The majority of them are actually supporting this article and saying, hey, and it isn't even a pro or anti. It's just a reporting, but it's a reporting that is done in such a way that it doesn't denigrate the people that they've been denigrating ever since this has been happening and longer. It's again, it's a stunning sea, sea change that has occurred. And then we, as we covered uh, last week, I think here's a, another article. This is from uh, KTBS vaccine freedom bill signed by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. A governor of one of the largest states in the nation signed into law a bill that bans vaccine mandates by private employers as a condition of employment. And remember, we were talking about this, that Republicans were not good on this issue. They felt like, oh, we don't want the government telling the corporations what they could or could not do. 
right? But it turns out they strategized well here, Texans for a medical freedom. And they said, you know what? This is a federal mandate that they're trying to impose. And then suddenly they took a different tax, states' rights, if you will. But however you got to get there to succeed as far as strategy, do it. I wish Republicans defended individual liberty as much as they claim to defend the liberty of artificial creations of the state, otherwise known as corporations. But suffice it to say, well, we'll take the win. We'll take it. They had already passed something that, that banned, uh, banned government from mandating it, but now the co- corporations. What, what say you, my friend? I was just going to say this is a, a, a follow-up, basically. We had Jackie uh, Schlegel on from yes. uh, to talk about that, and at that point, it, it, it was a victory because it had passed their um, legislature. Mm-hmm. And it was going to Abbott's uh, dust to be signed. And now it's and, been signed, and he signed it as yeah. as they suspected he would. So that's good. Yeah. Good for Texas. I just like I said, I'm over the moon in a good way. I don't want to be naive about where we are. It doesn't mean we've won everything, but the fact is, or if you needed evidence to say we're winning, the good guys are are pushing back, fighting back, and winning. Yes, at a high cost, a lot of casualties, a lot of deaths. But in any war, that's seemingly what it takes. In fact, any change of consciousness often takes on this planet the old guard to die off. That's not me mean or being wishing for depopulation. It's just something that's been acknowledged since the dawn of time that in order to shift consciousness, the old people that hold on to a state of consciousness need to leave if they don't change consciousness themselves. And now we got another shift here. Check this article out on U.S. News. Little less neutral, I'd say, but at the same time, it's a report Childhood vaccine exemptions hit highest level yet. This according to the CDC. If you can show that article up there, Super Don. Uh, this is a Robin Foster Health Day reporter for uh, U.S. News. And a sign that suggests many American parents have become dubious about the safety of childhood vaccines. New government data shows that immunization exemptions for kindergartners have reached their highest levels ever. What does that mean? I am not impressed by it, but okay, it's a significant start. The latest statistics continue to decline, a continue a decline in routine jabs, injections for kids. And here, let's see, I'm going to roll down here. Okay, so it says the overall percentage of kindergartners with a vaccine exemption increased from 2.6% to 3%. This is 2022 to 2023, the highest exemption rate ever tallied in the United States. Okay, still a fraction, still a minor move because only 2% apparently have taken the COVID boosters. I'm thinking that there's a bit of lag time in this reporting, and I think it's going to be going up higher and higher, and they're going to be freaking out because they can't win it back unless they try to mandate it again, and this time it's not going to go over so well. The parents have had it because the scientists and doctors have had it. As I said, Peter McCullough, fully vaccinated. His kids fully vaccinated. His grandkids now will get no vaccines. In fact, he's going on and on on the record on a lot of things. Like he used to get flu shot every year. Never again. It doesn't work. It's stupid. Top doctors on the planet, top scientists. Those are the authoritarians. Now authorities still for, for many people, McCullough's a good guy. He's not an authoritarian, but when they're saying what they're saying, there's no way you can put the vaccine genie back in the bag, so to speak. It's out. And it's only going to get worse for those who are in the vaccine religion. Now, the question is, are they going to freak everybody out with more measles, uh, let's say, outbreaks? Well, there'll be measles outbreaks. But the fact of the matter is, many people are now tapping into the wisdom of their parents and grandparents when we all got the, the, the chicken pox parties and the measles parties to get it over as early as possible. They're going to lose the PR campaign on those dangerous anti-vaxxers because 
Everybody is an anti-vaxxer with rare exception now. Everybody. Even Peter Hotez has acknowledged certain ones he doesn't want of the COVID variety, which makes him by definition an anti-vaxxer, which is like a meaningless slur, if you will, at this point. So pretty amazing, Super Don, what's happening here. Uh, I don't know, again, how far does this go? I don't want to get cocky over this stuff. The question is, <laughs> you know, we've well, been at this. How far this. it goes, it, it will go to until they decide that they um, want to try and force us again. Mm-hmm. That's or, all they got. Or Fear until, and un, yeah, until they can, they can come up, which we, have, we haven't seen yet. We've predicted that it's coming. Yeah, that they're going to try and and do this again, but you know the 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 caveat here is how do they do it in a way that people will comply again? Because right now most people are like, "Nah, screw you," you know. Because I mean, they came out with the new the new COVID vaccine just not that long ago. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Nobody, right. nobody don't want that. You know, man, it's amazing. So it's like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do that's going to yeah. scare people enough uh, to do it? Because so you I think, think if they go back to the fear and mandates, is it going to work? Not, not, not unless they really come up with something good. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this before, you know, eyeballs falling out and, and right. you know, I mean, it, 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 it would have to be something really, really Everybody around scary. you reading eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, we, we have been, I have been doing this for a long time. I guess I, if you define long time, 2024, you know what? I think I've been doing the math wrong. Next year is 2024, right? Yeah. I started in radio in 1999. Okay. Does that make next year my 24th or 25th year? Well. Help me out, mathematician. I'm not. Uh, Come on. So it would be 24 minus. No minus. What are you minus? No, 99. So that would be. uh, yeah, that would be 20. Yeah, 24th. You have to add a year because it's 99. So it would be 25th. The 25th yeah. year. So that's a quarter century in broadcast media starting up, dude. That's insane. I can count on one hand or less the number of times I went, boo, I really screwed up on that. I got that one wrong. <laughs> so uh, it's not to, <laughs> to tout my uh, my smarts intelligence. But again, I, I, I came to these conclusions through my own suffering initially, my own Chronic ailments and illnesses brought about largely by modern medicine and medical doctors, even if they meant well. I'm sorry about, uh, you know, if you guys are upset, any of you, about me bashing doctors, it isn't my intent to do so. But we got to get over this, but my doctor is nice. What, are they going to kill you with niceness? They're the third leading cause of death, arguably the first leading cause of death. And all that they're doing, like Dana White said, I ain't going to a doctor. I'm not going to ask them a question about my health unless they, you know, it's a broken arm or something where they triage. That's a sea change when people like that are happening, saying stuff. And there'll be more people coming out endorsing Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as well. There's an interesting shift on, despite all of the attacks by mainstream media say, oh, he's a crank, he's a quack, he's a, he's a conspiracy theorist. People don't care anymore. It's not the same thing. It's not. They don't have the same bite that they had with, the, with those things as they did before. So if you are ready to take your next step in healing, You want to be a healer, and I believe you are already. We all are born to heal. The question is, do you think you can poison people back to health? If so, you're probably going to medical school or even nursing school, even though the nurses, they don't technically poison you back to health, but they have some prescription writing privileges. How about considering Trinity School of Natural Health? 
to learn body, mind, spirit. A lot of doctors and nurses are now. And those of you, you don't have to go into doctoring and nursing to learn about Trinity because you'll have a lot less to deprogram from, from or unlearn to learn the real healing that I believe is available to you. Body, mind, and spirit, not treating disease. Various courses, we're going to learn about them some today. We have our guest or Trinity graduate spotlight right now, Heather Gartuga. I want to say Geertuga because it's G-I-E-R. But I have you to just automatically want to pronounce it wrong. It's I funny. Do. That's just Mental not block, on purpose. Man. Not to make her mad or her husband mad. It's just like, <laughs> how does that not gear to get Gartuga? Heather, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hey, thank you for having me on. It's great. I think you said it just fine. I think you well, did it justice. You're, it was good. you're being very nice, but your husband might get mad at me if I pronounce it wrong. I don't want that to happen. I, I think you pronounced it just fine. Awesome. Well, Heather, thanks for being on board. And I got to ask you, I, I know we, we have a, you have Inside Out Holistic Health. We'll talk about that, that you're doing. But how yeah. did you learn about Trinity? Uh, and was this something that you were already in the natural uh, uh, healing realm or you started from scratch? Tell us a little bit about your backstory. So this is really interesting. I um, was self-taught for many years in, you know, holistic health and just dabbling into things. Um, you know, when I had questions that were unanswered, I think when um, when I decided to start a family, that's when, you know, holistic health really became uh, an issue for me that I wanted to look into. And uh, long story short, I actually found it by accident uh, through social media on Facebook and a friend's sister had posted something about, I think she maybe was um, a health coach maybe, and she had gotten her education from Trinity and it just resonated with me. I, I clicked on the link and learned about it and I thought, my goodness, now feels like the right time uh, to get a formal education, you know, to mm -hmm. take it a step further. And so I did. How long ago was was that? Uh, that was a couple of years ago. All right. So you were kind of holistically inclined. Yes. You decided maybe I ought to go a little bit more formal. Yeah. And you went through the Trinity program. Was What was your impression initially? I mean, were you intimidated by it? I know like a lot of people that are not necessarily healthcare science people, and they can be intimidated. It's very, in, it's intense learning. You learn a lot. But how did you survive it? How did you get through it? Oh my goodness, listen, I was very intimidated because I haven't been in school in about 20 years. We, we won't talk about my age, but it's been a long time. And so I thought, am I really ready for this? Um, you know, I, I homeschool my children and, um, you know, just have a lot of other responsibilities on my plate. And I thought, can I really make this work? And this is why they're beautiful because they offer the classes online. It's virtual. Um, it's intense. It's definitely intense, but it's fantastic. Um, you know what's expected of you from beginning to end. The routine becomes, you know, the, it's the same for every coursework, every every week. You have certain due dates. And so you just schedule that into your, you know, planner and uh, you get it done. So you had a formal education before. It says here uh, degrees in human communication, psychology, education. And then now you're at HHP, Holistic Health Practitioner. And you're yes. actually, you opened up uh, recently and you hang in a shingle here and uh, tell us about the inside out, uh, uh, what do you call it, Holistic Health thing you're yes. doing. Um, so, you know, I decided to open uh, a practice of my own because <clears throat> the more that I was learning and I wanted to share with everybody and then people started coming to me and I was, you know, so honored to be able to have their respect and their trust, you know, to help them with healthcare. And I thought, um, I really need to make this a practice so that I can reach out to more people. And so I did. So here we are. And it's Inside Out Holistic Health. 
Yeah, and I see it's Inside Out Holistic Health for You, the number four and the letter U for short to to get there, .com. It's linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. You actually have a storefront where people can come and visit, or is it all virtual? No, uh, they can actually come and see me face-to-face. In fact, that's my preference for, you know, initial consults and then a follow-up. And then after that, once they become an established client, then I offer virtual visits for, like, acute situations, you know, any sort of symptoms they're having. How is it looking at this? I don't know where you're located. It says steps away from Front Street train station, walking distance to Egg Cetera Cafe, Mm -hmm. Zap and Clancy Bros Coffee. You're right in the heart of a retail district as a holistic health care. This is awesome. It's so incredible. Um, I love this location. It's so nice because even for people who live in the city, so I'm in the southwest suburbs of um, the greater Chicagoland area. So you could hop on a train right next to me and head to the city or those that live in the city that might want to hop on a train to come out here uh, could do so very conveniently. And so it's, it's, you know what, you actually do know where it is, or at least the vicinity, because the Trinity Health Freedom Expo Mm -hmm. was, it's about 10 minutes from where my office is. You mean where we had it in, uh, in Tinley Park? Yes. Oh, that's all. How convenient. So I that's know. the suburbs, so much nicer than Chicago, what Chicago has become. So oh I'm thinking it's gosh. a better place where you are. Isn't that the truth? Yes. Wow. All right. This is really cool. I, I just, like you said, every time I talk to a Trinity graduate and how they're putting into practice or play, whatever it is that they decided to do, because a lot of people still are the, under the impression that they go through some course for like Trinity and then like, well, they learned something, but they can't do anything with it. Oh, You're yeah. proving that you absolutely can't. Absolutely, you can. And in fact, I loved it so much that I continued adding, you know, I wanted to add more specialties and more credentials and be able to help people with a bunch of modalities. So um, I just kept going. And so there, there are so many programs that they offer that are great. I'm addicted. Yeah, well, th- this is the thing, the diversity of opportunity, obviously, mm-hmm. in the various programs, a lot of times you're going to learn a lot about things, but you can, as you point out, go deeper into a number of different subjects. Which of those areas were you drawn more to that you do a lot already in your pr- clinical practice? Yeah, good question. So I definitely um, was drawn to facial analysis. I thought it was a unique niche. I had never heard of it before. Um, and so when I started looking into it, I decided that this was something that I wanted to offer as a unique way of, um, you know, helping people with their health and just supporting what, what you know, what inklings I might already have about what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing to think that you could see on your face, you know, and on your tongue and your nails, what's going on with your body. And so uh, Dr. Todd Frisch, um, he was yes. on, the, I'm sure you know him. Oh my goodness. The way he taught those courses, just phenomenal. Um, Todd is an amazing Amazing doc, brilliant man, and so compassionate and caring and concerned for everybody. And he was on one of the panels with us at the latest Health Freedom Expo. He's been on this show as well, and he's got his book, Why the Face. Pretty profound what you're able to learn. And, and I, you know, what blows me away when I got into homeopathic medicine all those years ago, meeting a doctor who would then teach me, you know, like a master-apprentice relationship yes. to learn things you you never, I'd never heard of, maybe Theoretically, maybe, but not really, where you can begin to look at someone, as you describe facial recognition or tongue, or even I think iridology is another aspect of the show. There it is, certified facial analysis master. You are able to tell people about things that they'll be shocked. I think you're like 
I joke about this is like, I think you're a psychic and you're like, no, no, I actually have learned this. This is a technique you can learn too. It's not magic, but yes, it's so foreign to much of the allopathic Western reductionist thing where the only way they can tell you what's going on with you is to take blood sample or something else like that. And then they're wrong most of the time anyway. And then all they respond with that is a poison, you know, a drug. And it's like, people are done with it. Right. I think we're hearing more and more. We had at the opening of today's show, Heather, Dana White, head of UFC, says, I'm never talking to a doctor again unless I break an arm. I was figured out that they're not learning the stuff you're learning at Trinity. Right. It's true. It, it's so significant that once you realize it, and I, I have people every day when I, you know, go over the analysis with them and they say, oh, my goodness, how could you know that? Um, you know, we're so wonderfully made that you could see and all of the parts are interconnected. And I think that's the missing link in allopathic medicine. You know, I, I don't think that they really pay enough attention to how intricately designed and interconnected our, you know, our body systems are. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that they will benefit and they are benefiting from Trinity education to take them where okay. they need to go. Cause they realize their patients are leaving in droves like a Dana White going, I ain't coming back. What you've learned is good for triaging in emergency medicine stuff, but Outside of that, wow, pretty impressive. Uh, and what you're doing is helping folks. And you're not treating disease. Isn't that interesting? Right, right. You treat the the client themselves and, you know, how uniquely they present with their symptoms. And, you know, you dig deeper. And that's the other part of it, too, is I my one of my favorite mottos is, um, you know, roots, not the weeds, you know. Mm-hmm. So you got to dig deep and really get to the root cause so that they can experience true healing. Yeah. So the people that are coming to you, uh, are they just stumbling in off the street or how are they hearing about you? What are you doing to outreach? Oh, you know, I so the only social media I use currently is Facebook. Um, And it really has been a blessing. I mean, it's really done some great things for me so far. Um, I'm fairly new, but it's beginning to become a little word of mouth. And so I'm really appreciative, you know, of anybody that has already come to see me and has been willing to refer out. Uh, that's been a blessing for me as well. So, yeah, social media, we can bash it, but there's some good that has allowed us to reach when we're not being banned or deplatformed. So I'm grateful exactly. that we're able to get the word out, right? And, exactly. and you were at the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, weren't you? You're so close, right? I was there. I couldn't believe how close. And I remember hearing about it in years past, um, but, you know, I wasn't as invested as I am now. And to hear that my school was the host of it. I mean, it just blew me away. And then to have it right down the street, um, just phenomenal. Did you attend the Trinity live event with the graduates as well beforehand? I did. They offered, um, you know, some extend like four hours in um, iridology and um, Bach flower remedies and things of that nature. So I took advantage of those. Just fantastic. Just great. Yeah, folks, if you don't know, the Trinity School of Natural Health hosts the Health Freedom Expo every year for many, many years, only a few years off when when things were going crazy at COVID time. But we're back and we're doing annual uh, events up in Chicagoland area at Tinley Park. And if you missed it, the great news is that we've now done the Trinity uh, is called the Virtual Expo where you have access to everything we did at the Trinity uh, of Health Freedom Expo. And even if you were there with me, with you, Heather, we couldn't see everything because there are simultaneous right. uh, presentations as well. But having access through the Trinity uh, experience in terms of virtual, 
you can, yeah, I think you got three or more months or whatever it is, a significant time to go through everything you want to see. And on top of that, we always add in some new events, new presentations and new uh, panel discussions for, and that's going to be in February, uh, a specific weekend in February of 2024 now coming up the Trinity event. I think it's 17th and 18th. That'll be the virtual expo. And it's only like 35 bucks to attend. It is so well worth it. Yes. Three months to, to see and hear everything you couldn't, even if you were attended. So that's going to be amazing. So I encourage you to do that. And this year's featured speaker was Brian Artis. We have had uh, uh, just all these people that were there with us, just incredible. And you guys will plug into all of that. And uh, Heather is on with us now. Heather Gartuga, a graduate of Trinity, talking about her experience and now helping to, helping people to get well, not by treating disease, but by acknowledging what their root causes are and addressing them, not by poisoning them back to health. And by mm. the way, you're not alone. Listen to this. In 2023, there have been over 1,150 new students at Trinity. Wow. Yeah. And that's still that's a, a, a fraction of what's needed out there. We'll never have enough to meet the demands of people that need this kind of help. And mm -hmm. so enrollment is open uh, for November 27th. Term start. Uh, seven amazing programs will be kicking into gear. You can check them out by going to trinityschool.org slash program slash list. And there's now even a Spanish division that's enrolling in the certified health coach for November 27th term. And you go to Spanish.TrinitySchool.org. If you if you know anybody that's Spanish language first, they now have access to the coaching program, which is very cool. And as I said, we had an, an incredible array of things that were going on at the Trinity Live event and the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. And I hope that you'll participate, everybody, next year, in, you know, not only the virtual, but the actual Trinity uh, live and the Trinity Health Freedom Expo as well. Um, let me see what else we got. So what other things have you been digging into in terms of coursework, even postgraduate that you go back and to learn some more stuff you haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, so I um, was self-taught in classical homeopathy for years. So, right, similar. And um, I decided that I wanted to get a formal education in that as well. So I'm, I'm finishing up their coursework for the homeopathic specialist. Yeah, the um, clinical homeopathy, yeah. Yes. And then, you know what else? I, I thought, well, because this is kind of my first rodeo with a business, um, you know, a, a wellness business. And so I took um, Deborah Muth's courses on the wellness business essentials mm -hmm. worth every penny. Just a fantastic education. She is a wealth of knowledge. She is so successful and not too far from here um, either as well. I believe she's near Milwaukee. We've had her on the show too, talking about right. this and, and, and the wellness business essential allows you to, all right, you now know stuff. How do you put it into practice in the real world? That's yeah. what's lacking in so many of these things where people come out with information. They don't know how to put it into practice. And so wow. she's helped to do that. And you are doing it. What about the unique circumstances in you're in Illinois about how yeah. to hang a shingle and not run afoul of those that want to say, Hey, you're doing something you're not allowed to do. Yeah. You know what? Um, I just make sure that everybody knows that I am not diagnosing um, and that I am not prescribing and I am not treating. I'm just helping to support the body to heal, you know, in natural ways um, that uh, do not create any sort of harm, you know, for mm -hmm. the body. And they're just supportive. Um, I haven't come across any issues yet, so hopefully not. What would you say? I, I'm just going to throw it out there. Do, do you have kids? I do. Okay. So I don't know how old they are, but I was just thinking about, I talk to kids, including my own about where they can go now. And it's different than the, the track to college and professional school, ending up in debt with 
things that really don't light you up in terms of what you end up doing as a career. And there are so many people that want to help people genuinely, sincerely. And I'm trying to, you know, wake them up and go, hey, have you considered Trinity School? You could be doing a lot of great and feel good every night you go to bed that what you're doing is so amazing. Uh, have you talked to your kids or other young people about what you do and that they could yeah. do it too? I do. Um, in fact, I'm uh, looking into offering. That's a good question. Um, I'm looking into offering uh, like little seminars for children, um, you know, school age, perhaps maybe even high school age, where they might learn the basics of homeopathy or basics of nutrition. Um, because I really feel like, you know, the goal is to reach the younger generations because they are our future, you know? So mm -hmm. um, I'm hopeful that maybe I can make an impact in that way. But my daughter specifically, she's 11, and she would watch with me um, at least the facial analysis portion of the program. And she was even intrigued by it, really enjoyed learning it with me. So now she'll look at people and she'll say, uh, you know, I, I see a tree face. Do you see, uh, you know, what do you see, mom? Do you yeah, so I, I see a king face and, and she likes to be analyzed as well. And analyze my eye, mom, what do you see? And so she is intrigued by it. So there's hope for her carrying mm. it out perhaps. Yeah, I'm, I am smiling ear to ear, inside and out hearing this because if we wanna make a change in that future, you know, and we could say, it's trite to say, well, the children are our future. I've heard songs like that, right. but the reality is, what are we doing to contribute to their ability to really change it for the better. And right. what you're talking about is exposing the next generation to information that we were not exposed to growing up. Anything oh, holistic, yes. nothing at all. It was all about, uh, you know, eating fast food, junk food, right. even, you know, the food plate, myplate.gov, the food pyramid, yes. all of these are lobbied and they're not necessarily reality in terms of health and benefit and health. Mm -hmm. And so by getting these kids exposed in various uh, age levels, age appropriately, of course, even in grade school through middle school and high school, they can come out and be healthy adults without having to resort to uh, begging the government for subsidies to buy toxic poisons, AKA FDA approved pharmaceutical drugs for which they have no deficiency. Right, right. I mean, you, you are preaching to the choir with that. It's so true. Um, but you know, and, and it's so cool for them to be able to realize too that they can take their health into their own hands as well. There's so much that they could do to benefit themselves. Whereas, you know, as opposed to when I was growing up, it was mostly, you know, it's hereditary or just, you know, it's the cards you were uh, given, mm -hmm. you know, to deal with. And that doesn't have to be the case. Yeah. Every time I'm on talking about Trinity, especially with graduates and, and you today, Heather, has just inspired me to also think about how do we integrate? It may be hard to integrate into the, what we call the public school systems because there's mm -hmm. so much top-down federal mandate and it's just ridiculous. But there are many people that are sending their kids to private and even more people now than ever homeschooling. Yes. And I'm thinking, how can Trinity in, incorporate some homeschool curricula for kids into the natural health arena? Wouldn't that be cool to set the stage? It'd be so amazing. I will tell you, I, and I would love to be a part of that. I, I homeschool my own. I was a public school teacher many years um, before this and before I had my children um, and homeschooling them now because also, you know, the the um, the fear that there isn't enough socialization. <clears throat> and so I created a homeschool field trip group. We meet weekly uh, for educational experiences that I put together. And we have about 118 families right now locally that join us uh, for educational experiences. I would love to have natural health be, be something else that we add to the list.
All right. Well, I love it because every time we do this, I feel like I'm planting another seed to yes. grow into a beautiful tree of knowledge for the next generation, including, you know, having Trinity maybe participate in some of the whole homeschool curricula, not just locally where you are, but maybe across the spectrum, uh, because I don't know that that's being done so much. And maybe there are that we could tap into, but I'd love to see more of it. And also, you know, the concept of, of the value in education, we've seen a lot of people that had, you know, expectations like when we were kids, you grow up, you go to college, you get a degree and then you go out into the world. But now mm -hmm. that degree is so expensive, you have to go into yeah. such levels of debt and you come out, there are no jobs that support you. And even if you find one, you, many people are miserable just pulling, you know, a, a, you know, punching a clock or whatever it is based on the degree. And I'm thinking, you know, trade schools, the value has, got, has risen in terms of uh, our perception how they've been denigrated, unfortunately, and wrongly. But this, to me, goes into that realm. There, It's affordable. You come out with an actual skill, and you are proving that you can actually put it into practice right away, not wait, you know, and have to pay off, you know, thousands or more of debt right. to get there. It's right. so practical, pragmatic. I'm thinking moms and dads out there, grandmas and grandpas, are you paying attention? You got kids and grandkids right now? Set them on a track for success, and not debt slavery and give them an opportunity to go on a career track that will just make their hearts happy because they're actually helping people directly mm -hmm. like Heather is. This is so cool. Thank you for having me. It really is a blessing uh, to watch people and then have them come back and say, wow, you know, this symptom is gone or, oh my goodness, I have more energy than I did or, you know, that my digestion is better and uh, just amazing to be a part of their journey. So do you have uh, folks that, uh, if they reached out to you through your website or through Facebook, they can they can actually still come see you. Or are you just so slammed? You gotta you gotta go. Oh, oh, oh! It'll be a few months and we'll get to you. Can people because people might hear you and go, "Hey, I'd love to consult with you." Yes. Um, currently, I'm booking into mid December, so I'm about you know what is that about four weeks out? It's not bad. Okay. Um, so they can go online on the website if they would like to book an initial consult, and there is um, a tab that they could click on that says book online, and they just request an appointment based on what I have available on the calendar. All right. Heather Gartuga, CNHP. Is your husband in the natural health realm too? He is not. Uh, funny enough, no. He is a uh, union pipe fitter welder. So he does That's the trade. Yeah. You are definitely helping him to remove heavy metals. Oh, you better believe it. That really is something. Mm -hmm. yeah, so sure. engage in the kids and let them know. Here's what dad does for an occupation, and this is what he's exposed to, and I'm mom, and I'm going to help him get rid of the bad stuff and, and keep him strong and healthy a long time. That's really cool. Right. That's what I said. Here, here's how we're going to do the detoxing and let the fun begin. Awesome. So if you go to the website today, the 15th of November, 2023, we always have banners up for Trinity School of Natural Health and uh, of course, the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, the virtual one coming up in February. But if you go also, you'll see today Inside Out Health Restorative health awaits. Heather's there ready for you. She's also got a Facebook page, uh, Inside Out with Heather. Um, there's also an, an email to reach out, Inside Out. Let me see. No, I'm going to see Inside Out Holistic Health for you and the number four and you at gmail.com. Uh, so I appreciate so much you being on board today and representing Trinity amazingly as a graduate and doing such good work to help people in need. And uh, boy, I love it. it. makes me happy to be able to feature you and, and the Trinity grads here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. 
All right, Heather, God bless you. Keep up the great work. I know you will. Shout out to Julie Whitman Klein and the family at Trinity for all the amazing work. They've planted seeds that are growing into healthy trees all over this country and all over the world. People are taking coursework from Trinity School of Natural Health. We do have a surprise guest that's going to be coming up uh, today. Uh, I didn't put it in because I wasn't sure it would happen. Uh, remember, Laban and Anna Ditchburn connected me with a guy who's established uh, hope. Hope for healing, I think it is, or healing hope. No, mountains of hope. I got, I got. I'll get this thing down. This is all new to me. I'm learning about it. Mountains of hope, outside of Medellin, Colombia, in South America. And I, if the story, and maybe we can get him on one day to talk about it. But very successful businessman, very wealthy. In fact, very charitable, trying to help people out. In fact, sent a lot of people to get cancer care at one of the mainstream kind of medical cancer places, tops in the world kind of place. Cause he had the money to do it. And he was charitable. He says, I'm going to send people there that can't afford it. Come to find out that everybody that went there died. Obviously great disappointment finding out the scam of modern medical oncological care for the most part and said, I've got to do it better. And apparently this is what's transpiring a place to go for real holistic healing. And uh, I, I will be broadcasting from there. And there are health and wellness retreats going to be happening there. They're just launching them into this year and early into 2024. It is called Mountains of Hope Health and Wellness Retreats in the Andes Mountains of Colombia. And I'm going to be planning to be there and broadcast in early December. We'll get you more information on that. But Kimberly Overton, one of our, our good friends from the Nurse Freedom Network and Remnant Nursing, and she's been, as I have been, encouraging people to look into Trinity School as well to expand their knowledge base to help people the way they've gone into nursing to help people. She's there right now in Colombia. And so we're going to hear from her shortly. I'm very excited about that. Super Don, that's great news. Really great news all the way around. And y'all go to Trinity, get it out. I, I love so much that we're able to feature these folks that are actually putting this holistic mindset and, and knowledge to work, not in just some future distant, you know, whatever, but actually it's happening now in the midst of it. As we talk about all the changes that are occurring, right? Guys, get with the program, sign up for a Trinity course already. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> this is great. What are you waiting for? Right. I don't know. So we got lots of cool stuff happening here and I'm grateful for Heather for being on today. It was really exciting. And also the vision that I have now to reach those kids you know, the next generation exposed them to this knowledge that they, that we never had Super Don growing up. None of this. I had to bite, scratch, claw, fight to get this information, you know, and, and work my tushy off to get it, to apply it in my life, to help others. And now there are others doing it, making it easier, making the road easier for others that are coming up. And we've got to do a lot to help those kids and particularly keep them safe from those injections. And that's what we're seeing the, the exemption rates are climbing. I don't think it's near where they actually are based on the reporting, but I'm encouraged by what is happening. Super D. I'm it's enough. Positive. It's enough for them to write an article about mm -hmm. for them to put it out there. Right. If it yeah. was not a big deal, they, they just, it just, they wouldn't say anything about it. They're, yeah. they're very concerned. They just don't understand. Exactly. Why, they, why, why are people not listen to us? Why are they not trust us? We tell them and they don't listen. So yeah. they're going to continue to be their own demise while we're going to continue to bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you, including my good friend, Bobby Oren, who's doing amazing work with the Folium products. If you go to foliumpx.com, you could see they got the Folium Original, Folium Immuno, Folium Relax. This is the stuff that got my mom back on the dance floor at 89, planning to celebrate with her her 90th birthday coming up next uh, January, not, not long from now. 
and uh, dance as well uh, in that sense. And, and Folium has been a big part of a breakthrough after three years of, you know, all the challenges during COVID. Uh, so if you haven't considered there's a way to break through that ceiling in your healing, look at Folium products. If you've hit the wall and you're like, I'm not sure what I can do to get past it or through it or over it, look at Folium products. FoliumPX.com, use the code RSB15, no, RSB10 to get 10% off. If there's another deal coming up, we'll find out. But right now, that's the main thing. Take advantage of it, apply it, help someone in need, and you will be richly rewarded for doing that uh, spiritually and in many other ways as well. So thank you for being here. We're going to take a quick break, and we've got Kimberly Overton joining us all the way from the mountains of Colombia, outside of Medellin at a wellness retreat at Mountains of Hope Health and Wellness Retreat. So stand by for that in just a moment. And the homeopathic hit of the day, questions of the day, and more because the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Show. In addition to all our sponsors and affiliates and all these wonderful things we get to share with you, Six days a week, we got a bunch of upcoming events as well. There's an upcoming events tab at robertscabell.com. And first up in February of 2024 is the Autism Health Summit. Tracy Slepsevic has set that up, and that's going to be in San Antonio, Texas. I'll be there along with Dr. Andy Wakefield, Del Bigtree, Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack from IPAC, Dr. Brian Hooker, Dr. Jerry Cardsonell, Dr. James Neuschwander, Dr. New and more. It's going to be an amazing event. I'll be speaking homeopathy and more at that event, as well as broadcasting live. Then we have the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo, but Super Don, we got to put in the virtual uh, like Trinity Live event, Trinity event as well in there. In between these two, I believe it'll be because it's in February, but uh, just after that. But that's one we'll add. But yes, the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo will be there. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. James Thorpe, Dr. Richard Urso, Dr. Jack Wolfson, Dr. John Witcher, myself and others. And then we have the third annual Next Steps Conference at Lake Lanier Resort. And that's going to be happening March 14th through 17th, thanks to Tia Severino. And, oh, my gosh, that's going to be so much fun. We had a great time last year. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to do even more. It's still this year, technically. Where else can you go? And think about it where you want to go on vacation, a healing retreat. Where can you go and make sure the food is clean and organic? Seriously. How many of you have been on vacation going, I don't think I should eat this food? Or if you've gone on a cruise ship, Heck, the only time I went on a cruise with my family, my my son was uh, very young, two years old or something, but we brought our own organic food. We were the only people ever brought our own organic food on the cruise ship for them to cook. It was weird, but we did it. I don't know if there are organic cruises, but hey, there are organic healing retreats available to you now. There's a new one emerging that I learned about from Laban and Anna Ditchburn at first. And then Brian Artis, my buddy, Dr. Artis, who was at the Health Freedom Expo and many other events we've been together. He's like, dude, this is for real. You got to come. Like, how am I going to say to no, no to Brian Artis and Laban and Anna? And they're going to be there. And so the Mountains of Hope retreat is happening. They're opening it up. This is a what we call the, I don't know if it's a test run trial run, but it's like preview, sneak previews. And guess who's got one? One of my best friends. She's awesome. And I never talk about her on the air. You might have heard of Kim. You probably have never heard of Kimberly Overton and Nurse Freedom Network and Remnant Nursing because I never mention her. There she is, Kimberly Overton. <gasps> Look how beautiful. What are you doing and where are you? <laughs> Robert, thank you for having me on again. Listen, I am in at Mountains of Hope Retreat, where you are coming uh, next month, I believe, in yeah. beautiful Medellin, Colombia. Oh, my goodness. Do I look? You healed? look ravishing. 
What the heck? I'm a, I, like, if I, I don't look so good, I don't know. This is going to be a little intimidating for me to make it. Oh, my gosh. This is so great. Now, I've been following you. You've been posting on social media about some yeah. of the things that are going on there. Uh, I, I think for some people, Kimberly, going to a healing retreat could be intimidating. I, 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 have you been to a healing retreat before? Is this the first time you've ever done it? Tell me a little bit about what you're experiencing. Yeah. No, I've never been to a healing retreat. I've always wanted to to do one, of course, but um, you know, I've never had the opportunity. And when I was blessed with this incredible opportunity to come out here to Colombia um, with with Jody and uh, with with everyone here, I I jumped at it. I did not hesitate. Um, and I am from the moment I walked in the door here. I mean, what an incredible experience! The staff here is so welcoming. I'll tell you what I felt like. And you're old enough; you'll remember. I felt like I was on Fantasy Island. <laughs> okay. Tattoo was there. The plane, the plane. Tattoo in the plane, but it was, right. uh, that's exactly how I felt. That's the mm -hmm. only way I could describe it was I was coming here. Everybody was so welcoming. You know how they used to put the lays on you and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, everybody was so welcoming and just wonderful. Wonderful. I, I think about uh, this idea of a healing retreat, something that is God, you know, my heart goes, Oh yeah. To be able to get away from what we talk about uh, our modern lifestyle for a time being to allow for a connection to the natural world. I've seen some of the pictures and those of you who haven't checked this out, Super Don will add this to the notes because we weren't sure Kimberly was gonna be able to be on. I, I reached out this morning, but here you are. Mountainsofhope.com. You'll see it in the Andes above the hills of Medellin. Now, going back to our generation, Medellin in the 80s, right? And this was like, it's, they made movies about this and people are intimidated and scared, but it, I don't think it's like that anymore. Uh, and I'm sure anywhere has, I mean, San Francisco probably is way more dangerous. <laughs> so tell me again about your introduction to go to Columbia, to Medellin and get up into the, into the mountains there. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, like you mentioned, people, um, are naturally hesitant to come to Columbia. They, they, they talk about all the crime here, but I mean, have you been to the United States lately? Um, <laughs> yeah. They were talking about like all oh, this protest and I'm like, have you heard of Black Lives Matter and all of these different other, you know, terrorist groups that we have in the United States. So I, I really I hesitated for maybe a, a fraction of a second. Um, and then I was like, you know what? No, I have this incredible opportunity and I'm going to take it. I always pray for discernment. And the Lord said, you know, you need to go. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and the beautiful thing is when you get here, they have somebody that comes and um, meets you at the airport. You're never alone. You have an escort the entire time. They come and they pick you up. They're right outside of customs and they take you right here to the house. So beautiful. Now, uh, I could not say no after Laban and Anna told me about it, along with Dr. Artis. And uh, I was thrilled to hear that you and some of the, the nurse freedom folks are, are there. And I want to hear more about the details as we go, whether you're today or even more in the future. And yes, indeed. Now I've committed, I'm, I'm on board, I'm going early December. And I asked them and they said, it would be fine to bring my kids, my son, 24. And is he 23 or 24? It's almost there. But, uh, and my daughter's 18, they're adults technically, but uh, I was, you know, fascinated the possibility of giving them an opportunity to leave, you know, what we've known in, in modern Western America, not that there aren't uh, uh, technological access there, as you as you say, we're reporting and I'm going to be broadcasting live from there as well. But the uh, the idyllic setting and also when you got there, did they hand you cellophane wrapped uh, uh, buns of whatever or was there real organic no. food? Tell me about that. Food is amazing. Oh, my goodness. So I got here and, and for the first two days, I actually did a juice fast. I planned to do a juice fast the entire seven days and I could have done it. I, I feel like I could have done it. But I thought to myself, 
I am here in Colombia with this amazing, clean, organic food that I don't get to experience at home. I'll fast when I go home. I am going to experience this food and I cannot say enough about how fresh and amazing. Uh, I, I, just, I feel incredible. I'm, I'm vegan all week. Mm. Vegan, how, is, how, how is the weather there? Because it's close to the equator. So, but it's still yeah. technically it's winter there. Are you warm enough? Is it cold? What is it going? What's going on? It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's a little bit chilly, cool in the morning. Uh, the sun comes up in the in the afternoon. It's probably about 70 degrees in the afternoon. It cools down again at night. It's rainy season right now in Colombia, so it's raining a little bit today. This is the first day that it's rained, though. But well, wh- What other hurt. activities in terms of, you know, if you're fasting, you're eating well, uh, mm-hmm. do, you, do you do various different saunas? Is there, are there other kind of uh, sound, meditation, yoga? Tell me about uh, the, the things that people can experience there to get back into their into their healthy state. Yeah, so we we started out with we we've done some yoga, we did um, some uh, soma breath work, and I, I have to talk to you about this because this was such a profound experience for me. And you know everything that I've been through these last nearly three years has had me just in constant fight or flight. And for the first time through this soma breath work, I was able to really activate my parasympathetic system, I believe, for the first time in three years. And I was able to get into this deep state of relaxation. And and at the end of it, it was so um, I was overcome with emotion because I couldn't I couldn't believe how long I had gone just mm-hmm. not being able to take a, control my breath, just the yeah. ability to control my breath. So that was so profound. And that session alone was worth everything. Mm. But it, it's not just that, you know, they, they have an entire medical team here. So you'll get a general checkup with their doctor. You get to see a chiropractor, which let me tell you, the chiropractor, I said the soma breathing, but the chiropractic experience, yeah. I've never, I've never experienced anything like this in the United States. Let me just tell you that. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, so we've met with a dentist, right? They, they check your, um, your teeth and they give you some advice. And if you wish, you can go to their office in Medellin and you can have some dental work done. Uh, you would not believe the cost difference from the, the prices United States. Are, yeah. Oh. You think about the affordability of something that in the States would be, you know, you'd have to take out a loan to get and the quality yeah. of care is there. Yeah. That's great. You know, I have, I have the uh, mercury filling still in my mouth and I'm really wanting to remove these. And they gave me a quote to remove that plus two, uh, two sessions of whitening, chair-side uh, bleaching. And it was like $500 for all of that. Wow. And Stunning. I was like, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't beat it. But yeah, yeah we've, we've done so many incredible things. And just the, the education is mm-hmm. amazing. And it's not like a classroom setting. So we all, you know, we come and we gather in the living room here where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. We gather in the living room every evening at 7 p.m. And we, it's called Mountains of Hope Presents. And they have a different topic of education. Like last night, we talked about gut detox. And I mean, the information, the way that it's presented um, by Tim James, who I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah. um, it's absolutely incredible. And it's interactive. It's not like that classroom setting where you're just kind of, you know, getting lost and, and, uh, and as somebody like kind of drones on about things, it's very interactive. It's, um, and it's, it's so informative. Uh, and all, all coming together in this event, uh, that they're going to be repeating throughout the, the new year. Yeah. Again, it's just now, I guess it's pre-opening the opportunity to give a, a sneak preview and Kimberly, I'm just grateful that you were invited to be there and you actually d- took it. I, I mean, I, it's a big step to think even, to go to Colombia, but I looked at it, I, I booked a flight and it was like, I don't know if it's always this way, but it was cheaper to fly to Colombia from the West side of America than it was at certain 
yeah. U.S. city to U.S. cities, like 600 bucks exactly. plus junk fees. And I'm like, yep. holy crap. It's like a, a, a three and a half hour flight from Miami. Yep. So it it's isn't very, like, very yeah. So I'm just, like I said, I'm impressed about the opportunity here. And I'm, I'm grateful that we get to bring this out to the folks that were looking like, I wonder what I was going to do. I needed something. I'm like, oh, this sounds really good. <laughs> so, I mean, it's amazing. I, I would, you know, recommend, we, we know that we have to make our health a priority, right? Because we have our health until we don't. And when we don't, mm-hmm. it's oftentimes too late to reverse the damage. Um, so, um, you know, wherever you are in your journey, if you have an opportunity to come to an amazing healing retreat like this, take it. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. I've had such a transformative experience just being here and being among mm-hmm. um, these like-minded individuals from all walks of life. And and I've experienced different things, right? Different cultural things. Um, the, the rape, for example, is something that was very different. The shaman came in and, and delivered the rape. And that was not something I was used to, but I've, I've gotten myself into this place of being very open and receiving to, to these new experiences where maybe a year or two years ago, I would have probably been kind of um, laughing about mm-hmm. stuff like this. I would have been like, what if these people are crazy? But I think that we mock what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. But once we, we come to that, that space where we like, where I got to that place where I was like, you know what? I've been lied to all of this time. I know better, do better. And just making yourself open to these new experiences. Yeah. From what I understand, the origin of this mountains of hope retreat was about realizing that I think it was Mike that set it up. That was, he was lied to about cancer treatments. He was helping, he was charitable, giving people money to be able to engage in cancer therapy. And it turns out it was not helping. It was hurting and killing them. And he decided I got to do better. That's my brief understanding of what's been set up there. There are good people on this planet and it's incredible. They're trying to do good work. and, and, And even if they were misdirected, they don't give up. And, and that's what it sounds like is happening in this Mountains of Hope. Yeah, it's been amazing. And, and the, having the opportunity to get to know him and his mission. And it, there's so much um, overlap in, in our mission with what we do with Remnant and what they're doing here. Um, it's, it's just been an amazing experience. And the communal, you know, getting eating dinner together every night, gathering for breakfast and, um, you know, just kind of sharing our, our experiences and our thoughts with one another has been incredible. Do you think it would be all right for me to broadcast live from there like you are right now? When I'm oh, there? absolutely. Absolutely. They'll get you okay. set up. They, they even have a podcast room. They this. I don't know how much, if, if you've looked at the website, I saw you had it pulled up, but um, they have some of the most amazing. They have the Labyrinth, which I've done twice. The Labyrinth? Um, yeah, they have the Labyrinth. When you pulled it up, you saw the picture of it where you were walking through. The I don't healing even know labyrinth. what I was looking at yet. <laughs> yeah, if you pull it up, you'll see it. Um, hold on. Let's see. You scroll down, Super Don, see it, or is it is it a link to the labyrinth? No, I, th- I think you can see it right there. Yeah. Oh, I right. That you're walking through that. that. That's what. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a mandala almost, or like a little very, you know, very cathartic. Yeah. Wow. Very healing. That is so cool. And they have like a plunge pool as well as sauna therapy, different things. Yes, we did. Um, we did the there's a steam room, and mm-hmm. then they have the Finlandia uh, sauna, which we did. And then, oh my gosh, we did the ice plunge in between. So we did um, the the steam room, and then an ice plunge, and then we did the Finlandia sauna, and then another ice plunge. That was an experience. Right? Is it is it European style, or do they let you wear a swimsuit? They let you wear a swimsuit. 
Just, you know, you never know what people think. That's why I wanted to ask these questions, well, right? You're in another, you're in another country. There's some cultural differences, you know. Correct, right? If you were in Europe, it would be no bathing suits. I'm just no. That's yeah. I, I think thing. that would be welcome too. I think it's you know to each his own, but. No, but that, I, that's, yeah, I just don't want anybody intimidated by it, that you're there, you're feeling comfortable. In fact, more than that, it sounds like you're, you're just uh, feeling absolutely wonderful. And uh, yeah, this is adding amazing. a lot to your, uh, to your journey to help others. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I, and I'm going to talk, we're going to look at having some retreats here for the nurses, you know, potentially, and for others who are seeking healing uh, through Remnant. So I think that'll be an incredible, incredible experience for people. And it's everything that I've, you know, you know, we've talked about this many times that I've been on uh, with you that I want to be that living, breathing example of what I'm trying to put forth in the world with remnant nursing. But that's going to start with me healing myself. And this has truly been a transformative experience for me. I feel 100% different than I did when I walked through these doors. Yay. Well, I'm just sad that I, I'm not here for, for the retreat with you because that would be amazing. Oh, maybe dude, I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. hide out here and they won't see me. There's a little, you know, the little sweat lodge thing. I'm going to go hide in there and they may not, they may not notice. They may not. Well, wait for you to come. I, I got, again, I got to give props to Laban and Anna Ditchburn. They're the first that brought this to my attention. And I was like, what, what is this about again? And then learning more about it. And then Brian Artis calls me and said, dude, you got to be there with me. We're going, so he and his wife are going as well uh, and love them dearly. And I don't know who else is going to be there, but. Uh, suffice it to say, if you can get there in the new year, whenever we'll, we'll learn about the programs that are being offered, but it sounds like they're, they're doing amazing right out of the gate. Yeah. We had um, this IV therapy that you can do. Uh, the saunas, the massage was amazing. Uh, again, the chiropractor, there's, there's so much you can do here um, to explore your, you get on your journey of health and healing. Wow. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, what else? I mean, we talk about the support for detox pathways, Simply just cleaning up what goes into your body is a significant uh, part of the, the journey, as I've berated you about enough already. That's why I like teasing you about cellophane wrap stuff. But uh, you know what's really, really great? What? Let me mention this. this is really great because what they do is they pre detox you. So Tim James has incredible uh, products and they actually send you products to use. So, I mean, you're, you're good because you're already like the cleanest eater I know in the world. But for somebody <laughs> like me, you know, it, it makes the experience that much better so that I'm not detoxing and crashing so hard while I'm here and I can't enjoy mm -hmm. this incredible experience. So mm -hmm. they start you off um, by sending you the all of the supplements that you'll need in order to kind of pre-detox yourself um, to get here and have the best experience possible. What about, you know, things that in South America they're known for, even Central America, like shaman-led journeys with ayahuasca or different things like that? Are those available? That might be something in a safe environment people might be willing to try. Yeah, so we did the rapé, which I absolutely loved. I may have got a little stash for myself to bring home. It's mac. It's it's amazing, and it really just kind of it's and it's uh, and I asked you about it if uh, you recall, but it's a, a tobacco that was is found in the um, Amazon. Um, and it's used in a lot of sacred healing uh, practices. And it really just brings you kind of aware, um, it grounds you and it brings you into the moment. And I, I found it fabulous, especially since I haven't had coffee. So mm -hmm. you see how perky I am right now? Yeah, you're looking great, sounding great. And, and on that note, but the, the ayahuasca as well. Not, okay, not this, so, time. they're going to have it for you. But what about, let's say somebody is uncomfortable with doing that. Is there pressure to have to do it or do they honor everybody where they're at? 
Absolutely. They meet you exactly where you are in this journey. Everybody that comes in the door has an advocate that is assigned to them personally. Wow. They help you with your schedule and they they tell you, you know, okay, your IV therapy is at this time. They give you a schedule every day. They're, they're here. They're so supportive and, and helpful, but there's no pressure at any time. If there's something that you don't want to participate in, there's no pressure. There's no judgment. Um, but I've tried to take part in everything because, I, again, I really want to be open. But if there's something I wasn't comfortable with, um, there's not any pressure at all. Yeah. And for those that are afraid of getting too far out of the mainstream of, of communication, as I said, you have been able to post yeah. from there, which is great because I wanted to see what I'm getting into. Right. And even better yeah. now I'm hearing it. I'm more excited than ever. And I'm grateful. You are going to love, love this. I'm telling you. Yeah, and I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to bring my son and daughter with me uh, to experience things in a, in a unique way as well. And I think uh, the, these young people raised in a time in the Western world in U.S., what things are, you know, a lot of things are we look around going, man, this ain't good to get out of it, to have a different view, to partake and try some different techniques in healing and detoxification and cleansing to clear your vision and your mind. What is your future? Those are the opportunities. Sometimes they, they are unique in needing us to leave the environment, to be able to explore an area where it's very difficult or impossible to do so currently, like, you know, back in the States right now. Yeah. And, you know, Jody O'Malley is here as well. And she actually has her son. Benjamin is here with her. And he's uh, 13. He'll be 14 tomorrow. So happy okay. birthday show to Benjamin. Um, he is going to be uh, 14 tomorrow, but he's here. And, and and much like you said, you know, we need to teach these children a different way because what they're learning um, in the U.S. and, and in the, just in the world we live in right now, it's mm. it's be able to have, have him here and, and, you know, watch him experience this as well. He's absolutely loved it. Well, I love the fact that it, it seemingly family friendly. Again, yes. if you guys want to reach out, go to mountainsofhope.com and ask questions about these things because I'm learning about it as we speak here. I've committed to go and uh, be there and report on what happens there. I wish I was there with you, Kimberly, or you were there, but I'm glad you were there to, to lead off to kind of give me some insight into how how your experience has been and others that I know that are there. And did you meet some new people too that you didn't know that are yeah. attending? Yes, absolutely. And I was just going to say that, you know, it would be great to experience this with you and with Dr. Artis and, and all of these wonderful people in the movement that I that I know already, but to be able to connect with uh, other people who are, again, going through different things. And everybody, it's such a safe space where two people can really open up and be vulnerable about what their experience is. And you start to realize that everybody, I don't care who they are and, and how together they seem, everybody has something, you know, that is, is um, you know, we're all broken to a certain degree, right? And we're, but to be able to be vulnerable with mm -hmm. one another and, and share these experiences and, and begin the healing process has been an incredible experience. And the networking opportunities with, with some of these incredible um, influencers, um, it just opens up so many doors for you. Yeah. And of course, with Nurse Freedom Network and Remnant Nursing, which I never mentioned on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, uh, you know, you, the people that are learning about your journey and your mission, what you brought out, uh, like I said, I, I find it extraordinary what you've been able to do and come, come so far so fast, which tells with me so about little. You. <laughs> with yeah, so, with little. so little. What does it say about your resilience and your connection to the divine, right? You're guided despite all obstacles to not give up as much as it's been hard. And there have certainly been times where you thought, I don't know if I could take another step. And you yeah. are, and here you are looking as amazing as I've ever seen you uh, there in Medellin at this uh, Mountains of Hope I retreat. Here to Columbia, I think. I'm, I've, I've actually considered that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've heard good things about it. And I, I've talked with Laban and Anna. They're, they're having a wonderful time uh, there. And I'm hoping to see them when we're all there. The kids are excited to see them as well. So 
Um, again, the opportunities for healing are uh, abundant. They are in existence and more are coming online. And today has been a day where I've been impressed by a, a, like a positive turn. Now, that doesn't mean I'm naive to the world and what's happening in it, but th there are a lot of folks that would invest in us always living in fear of the future, much less the present. And that doesn't help, really. Uh, uh, it's not going to make it better for us or anyone. So to take the time in the midst of a lot of things that you might go, well, a lot of things are sucky right now. To do this, it kind of lifts my heart and says, you know what, there's another parallel track to the future that doesn't involve all the stuff the media wants us to focus on. Exactly. And, you know, we do all of those uh, events and everything throughout the year, which are great. But, you know, at the end of the day, we need to find solutions and we need to find healing. And I think this is this is a, such an incredible opportunity and a place to start. And I think, you know, people are sometimes intimidated because these retreats are not these types of retreats are not cheap. You know, they they have a they they can be intimidating to people. But I also always tell people, you know, you have to prioritize. You have to prioritize your health and your your future. And if we think about how many different events that we go to, right, all of these events, and not to knock the events, but I'm just saying, we all of the events that we go to and all the money that we spend on um, on flights and on hotels and all of that and on, and on you know, um, sponsoring events and all of that, we spend a lot of money. And at the end of the day, are there any solutions available? Is there any healing there? Or is it just kind of like a pep rally? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, and I want to move away from that. I really do. I really want to move into where we're getting into a space where we are actually providing real solutions and real healing for people. Yeah. And I think that this is an incredible place to start. So think about how you can prioritize your finances to to get here. Okay. Um, it's worth it. Oh, beautiful. A anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you because I, there's so much I don't know yet and I'm learning from you. I know. I'm, I'm telling you, I just can't say enough wonderful, amazing things. Um, you're truly going to love it. It's, a, to me, again, a transformative experience from start to finish. I'm going to be very sad to leave this place. It's just the beauty. It's um, it's overwhelming to just be right out here in, in the middle of the Andes Mountains. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, shout out from our friend Bobri from Folium. He's watching. He says, say hi to Kimberly. Oh, hello, Bobri. I love him. I absolutely he, love him. Adore he's him. doing amazing things to bring... Yeah the healing that we need, the substances of creation, the plants that God created for all of us to use. And uh, yeah. whether you can get to the mountains of hope, healing retreat, or whether you take the information that, that I've learned and I share with you each day on the show, or Kimberly is learning about and sharing, however you get there, uh, we want to support you in your efforts to get there. And I'm grateful again, that you are at the mountains of hope uh, healing retreat. And I can't wait to be there and tell the world about it firsthand as well. Uh, sounds like an exciting new option on this planet. Absolutely. Again, I can't wait to be that living, breathing example of what I'm trying to put out into the world. And it starts right here, right now. And I know that I'm going to be able to go home and take the what I've learned here, take it with me and become the best version of myself. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Well, big hugs and uh, hugs to Jody and anybody that we know or the new folks we're going to get to meet when we're there. I'm excited. Coming up early December, we'll be broadcasting live from there uh, for about I don't know, five to seven days, somewhere in that range. And uh, you, uh, how many days have you been there so far? I think this is day four or five. Four? I don't know. I've lost track. You, know, just, it's just you lost track so of time. Yeah. Track to finish it. what day it is. That's <laughs> of course, I never thing. know what day it is. You know that. Yeah. Yes. Well, gosh darn it. Thank you for, for making time in the midst of that retreat right. to join us and let the world know about it. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Kimberly, love you. Big hugs. Can't love wait to you, see you. Robert. See you soon. All right.
That's Kimberly Overton, Nurse Freedom Network, Remnant Nursing. You can check all that out as well as Mountains of Hope. We've got more coming up there. That was fun. I didn't know we could range that. That was why it wasn't in the notes. Maybe it'll be in after the fact. Super Don will probably put it in there for you. Uh, but uh, check it out, mountainsofhope.com. we got a lot to do in the final 30 minutes of the show. And then the bonus round here, uh, including uh, there's an article about uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, receiving some interesting endorsements. Now, Bobby Kennedy's interesting guy. He's, I think he's 69 years of age. He's, you want to talk about swole. I think the word is swole. I mean, you, you, you I showed you my muscles that, you know, they're, they're, tw- they're scrawny compared to what Bobby Kennedy is doing. I, I don't know. He might be doing some other injection things or something, but he's not steroids. I know they're not steroids, but the point is he is into health, organics, regenerative farming. There's a lot of good things that I could say about Bobby Kennedy. And I'd love to get him back on the show, talk more about his attempts to become the next president of the United States. Of course, mainstream media sources are going to say, well, that's just not going to happen because he's an independent third party candidate. They never win on and on. But they're just creating reality for you unless you decide to alter reality despite them. However you decide to do it, it's on, it's on you, up to you, et cetera. And I'm not telling you what to do. But I find it interesting here is more and more, uh, let's say, influential celebrity people from various walks of life are going, yep, I'm all in on Bobby Kennedy, right? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. scores endorsements from three high-profile athletes, two of which we had on this show, John Stockton, NBA legend uh, as well. He believes Kennedy has been put on this planet for just this moment in time. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, uh, Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer Ken Rutgers, who we had on this show also, uh, is endorsing RFK Jr., and North American Enduro Biking Champion Kyle Warner, who I don't believe we've had on the show yet, is they're all endorsing uh, RFK Jr. for president, and they like uh, what he's doing. Uh, they talk about his genuineness, his honesty, his openness to conversations about policies, as reasons they support him. And uh, I, I, it's just it's an interesting time. I mean, it's not the same as uh, you know a Ross Perot thing that's happening. It's not like I don't know Super Don. You were there for Perot. I don't know that people are like. I don't know what was going on. It was like a a euphoria a little bit, but I think there's a little bit more of a soberness to watching what's happening in politics now that it's hard to get like super excited. You know, we're so realistic about what, what every time we get excited, like a Ron Paul, of course we are endorsing and supporting all the way uh, with uh, Jonathan E. Mord. But I recognize as you do that it isn't about one person being a political savior, but certainly at the very least, I think the worst thing that comes out of the super D is that more people than ever are aware of a lot of the issues we've been bringing up for years as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. can't be easily dismissed as a crank or conspiracy theorist anymore. They're trying. I mean, if yeah. you think about it, you don't see him on TV. Um, you know, they just he's it kind of seems like he's more or less been blacklisted mm-hmm. as far as the media goes. Fox News had him on for a little while, but he hasn't been on recently. Well, it's, yeah. it's, of course, you know, they're busy talking about other stuff now, but sure, sure. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation. You don't have the same kind of energy that I've seen mm-hmm. as far as the media goes. Right. With, with RFK Jr. You know, that you may have seen like with a Ron Paul or, or a Ross Perot. Yeah. But I think the machinery is a little bit more wise to the whole independent candidate thing. And I think yeah. they're doing their best to try and keep him. Uh, you know, locked up in the closet as much as possible. But sure. he's he's pulling like double digits. Like oh, yeah, tri- over 20, I've seen some 20%. things like that. Yeah. yeah, and and they're they're a little nervous. I think both parties are as they should be. But uh, the the other thing is uh, the word naivete. It, it, I don't believe Bobby Kennedy and his team are naive about what it takes. The insurmountable so called odds, right? 
the fact that he decided to leave the Democratic Party, uh, realizing that it was sabotaged from day one. Right. That, to me, is a step in the right direction to some degree, although some say, well, you should have just fought him. But just like Ron Paul tried to run up through the Republican Party politics and they eventually squashed him and cheated him out of what I believe would have been the candidacy, uh, you know, as the Republican candidate and for president that, those those years, but particularly the final yeah. year. And, uh, you know, Bobby Kennedy running as an independent. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard road to hoe, so to speak. But uh, I don't see a downside to it because of the conversation that gets expanded. And the fact that the media doesn't control the narrative as much as they did becomes more obvious by the day. Yeah, and I think ultimately, you know, what we're probably going to see, it's still it's still hard to say what's going on. There have been uh, primaries and elections in the past where, you know, as you were following the bouncing ball, mm-hmm. it was fairly, you felt fairly uh, positive about what the outcome might become. It seemed fairly obvious. I, I, there's such a weird wild card situation going on right now with Biden, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know who the. I mean, at this point, if you go by the numbers, uh, Trump is just like above and beyond everybody that's 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 running right now. You know, you hear a lot of talk about Nikki Haley. Um, and she's and, clearly the, the neocon Republican. She is. Candidate. She is, and she's phony. I mean, it's like you know nobody. I don't know. Yeah. As I've gotten older, it's just like I hear these people talk and you're just like, oh, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. You're not yeah. you're not saying what you really feel. You're not you know, you're you're, you're putting on a, a performance and somebody along the way puts on a better performance than everybody else. And that's the person that gets the nomination, you know, and then they have the thing and then people vote and then somebody gets elected and some people cry and some people cheer, you know, and then four years go by and they do it again. You know, wow. I mean, it's like. That sounds very simplistic, but you know, in my my mind, that, that's that's kind of how it feels right now. When you look at all the people that are running, the people in the debates and all this stuff like that, it's a bunch of crap. Yeah, you know, none of it is real. None of it is genuine. Uh, you know, they're talking about stuff that you know they're not really going to do. That you know, most of the time, all the stuff that they say they're going to do, they never the get around old, to doing same it. Old for many of them, yes. Yeah, but yeah. if you go by the numbers right now, it looks like Trump. Uh, you know, he, he's the one that's got you know higher points than everybody else. A lot of people say it looks like he's just going to get the nomination, but what stuff can happen between now and then? We're talking about well, a year a from lot, now. Long way to go, no right? Doubt. They are doing their best to try and put him in, in prison. Yeah. If he ends up in prison, does that change the outcome of things? It no, very it well could more be popular at that point, as you know. But here's the. Could CNN you imagine article, though, with but, all? I mean, just with all the craziness of this mm-hmm. of this situation with Trump, as it's been over the years now, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine him running for president from, from prison? prison? I, yeah. I just. I, I don't know. I think I would just have to check out and just figure, I have to go talk to Elon Musk uh, and see if he's figured out how to go to Mars yet, because right. I, I, I don't I can't even imagine mm-hmm. what the news cycle is going to be like. Yeah. If Trump is in, in jail running for president and if he gets elected, mm-hmm. how does that work? If you're in jail yeah. and you're elected president, what? I guess you can pardon yourself at that point. Right. So. <laughs> Uh, CNN has an article about how RFK Jr. could change the outcome of the 2024 election. I mean, he's already having an impact, no doubt, when you're polling it in double digits as a, in 20, to over 20% uh, as an independent. Uh, he's hit 22%, it looks like. Uh, this is, uh, you know, significant territory to impact, yes, the, the election. If not, when, uh, I know that they don't want you to believe that that is possible. 
But I always always like to say, never tell me what's possible. That's between me and God. And and I'm not to say here that we're establishing, uh, you know, a, a, a theocracy. As I speak of God often on this show, it's about your freedom to believe what you want to believe as long as you're violating the rights of no one else, and, you know, wants to believe differently than you. But in many ways, we've gone so far, we've abandoned so far the fundamentals of, of defense of freedom, individual liberty. We've become an empire, not for good, but for, you know, domination in some ways. And this is me as someone who loves the country and its foundation, acknowledging that I can criticize the government, you know, much like, um, you know, those we've talked about the controversy of what's going on in the Middle East, you know, to, to question the policies of the Israeli government doesn't mean you're anti-Israel or anti-Jewish uh, any more than, you know, if you say um, that there are entities within um, the Hamas, and the Arab and, and the Muslim population that are born and, and bred to believe that their own only salvation is in killing Jewish people or eliminating Israel. I mean, these are realities. And of course, if you talk about them in one way that's a little wrong, then then somebody's going to hate you. That's not yeah. what we tend to do here, Super D. You know that. We want to be able to engage and, and kind of ask questions about why people believe what they believe as well all, all along the way. And as far as Bobby Kennedy, uh, you know, for the most part, I've seen him a, a, as a man of great integrity and, and, and a man willing to change his position when confronted with new evidence. That's the rarest of rare commodities, you know. And he he, he um, has yeah. he has some um, beliefs and and opinions about things that uh, uh, some people don't agree with, and so in yeah. fact, some people disagree with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's also different. I think that's what people want. I think ultimately, when it comes down to it, yeah, so it seems like some election cycle cycles more than others. People want something different. They want somebody. Different. They don't want the same old thing. I, I I think people have a tendency when they feel like they have no other choice, they go mm-hmm. with what the devil they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go with what's comfortable. Right. But ultimately, if somebody came along that was different and exciting, you know, and fresh, and had different ideas like that, people would love to go and vote for somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just. Unless they're told no, he can't win, and then they play that game again. That's so, well. That's that's true. That's yeah. true. We it's get like, into the two party system. You vote in your conscience again. We get that argument even today. Yeah. If you vote for him, Trump can't win. If you vote for him, Biden can't win. Or, you know, on and on it goes. Look, follow. Have, your you, have you seen the latest thing here? That the way with the polling numbers are that they say that if if there was a, uh, a, a, a election today, mm-hmm. that Biden would win the popular vote, mm-hmm. but Trump would win the electoral vote. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just a couple of days ago they were talking about that. They were showing the numbers and stuff like that, and well, maybe uh, I was just like, "Oh, here we go! Now we're gonna have the 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 uh, well, Demo- Democrats are gonna be like wanting to ban the electoral college." Of course, you know? that's the, that's the game. <laughs> I just saying, just leave at this point. Go go where yeah. somewhere. But all right, folks, we got one more article I want to cover real quick, and then we got questions of the day, comments of the day, potentially, and the homeopathic hit of the day, which really is in response to getting hit. Okay, that's my hint. Hey. And I've been utilizing a lot of it the last few days since I injured my shoulder and I'm recovering quickly. Yes. Uh, this is kind of a funny story. Pfizer's CEO, his name is Albert Borla. We've covered him. We've probably played video of him. Mm-hmm. He went on Twitter, X, whatever, and sent out a message with an image of all of these people uh, from Pfizer. You know, when they thought, hey, we won, we got it, we got the vaccine, we're all, and they're wearing masks. Do you, I don't, do you have the, the picture of it? Yeah. It's, can, I don't it's on the screen full, now. Can you go full screen on that so everybody can see it? It's hard I'll go, to see. I'll go all the way to X yeah. here and then I'll click on it. There yeah. we go. 
And, and it, they're all wearing masks. One of the guys was wearing a double mask and it's like a, a CEO type meeting at Pfizer. Science will win. And he posts three years ago today, we were able to share with the world the joyous news that our hashtag COVID-19 vaccine was highly effective in preventing disease. It was one of the best moments of my career. We could not have achieved this point, reached this point without extraordinary efforts of our talent. Da, 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 da. Now, it's caused a lot of backlash. And in this Newsweek article, they reference Riley Gaines, who, you know, is, is a very outspoken athlete, high level athlete. Uh, who says the irony of masks that say science will win. Ha, 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 ha. So proud of the effective vaccine that he turned the comments off. So obviously the comments were not coming in favorable and he shut them down, Dope. which is like classic. I got to censor this because this is not looking good. Um, there were other uh, tweets in response to it, including from some of our friends like five times August, right? Uh, do we have the one from, from five times August? Do you have that? In there? I don't have it lined up. No. Where is it? It should be in that, in that article. I don't know where it went. It disappeared. Did it? I don't know. You don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. I didn't That's know weird. you were going to want to show each one. I'm sorry. But anyway, I'm just nice to say there's <laughs> a lot of cool people that have responded All right. and they yes. featured them so. in this Newsweek article. Uh, so here you go. It's a different world. It's a five change. times August. If science yeah. won, Albert Borla wouldn't have to turn his comments off every time he posts. Uh, <laughs> Ryan good. Gerritsen wrote, because of individuals like this, the science has lost all credibility. Yeah. Uh, Stacy Phillips, Borla has committed crimes against humanity with his genocide jab. Dr. Mm -hmm. Jane Ruby says, you and your fellow filthy animals should be eviscerated. I like wow. that word. That's a powerful word. Yeah. Babies and children have died in your hands. And in Newsweek, apparently, they reached out to Borla and Pfizer, and they didn't. Uh, they didn't. They but didn't again, have anything think about to say. this. Yeah. Newsweek. This article is in Newsweek. Yeah, you know it's interesting about Newsweek. I, I, I don't know. I just assumed that Newsweek was just kind of a left-leaning rag. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I'm actually, I, I do get quite a, a few stories from Newsweek. Mm -hmm. um, they, they seem to be far more balanced than I either they were or I thought they were. Yeah. Well, things are things are shifting. Things are changing. I don't mean that it's all over. You can go to bed and not worry about a thing. But we are dealing with uh, massive shifts, sea change in consciousness, states of consciousness. It's happening. It's really happening. Uh, so take part in it. Enjoy the l little victories here and there. And join me at Mountains of Hope or go to Mountains of Hope and, and see what what's uh, what's possible terms of healing in the mid, in the midst in spite of all the things they don't want you to know because they want you to be boohoo complaining being angry and hatred hatred filled that's not what we want to do here all right so we got some questions today we got a homeopathic hit let's see if we can get through them one of them we couldn't get to yesterday so we'll see it's a long one but let's start with the one from sarah yeah uh hi robert i'm posting this again as i haven't heard from you tricky for me to catch your show as i'm in the uk well sarah we're on uk health radio and that i don't know yeah, I, I don't that's, know. That's got UK in the name. Well, and also, uh, Sarah, we're on various podcast sites that are not banning us. I know we're yep. banned on a few, but yep. you can listen to it. So I don't even know which day, but I'm pretty sure we answered this already, but I don't mind uh, doing it again. And uh, let's see who's Steve, if you got or anybody watching, uh, you've got the links to some of the things we talked about. Um, she says, uh, let's see, did I attended the Healing Strong Conference in Houston. What a blessing. And by the way, the Healing Strong lecture I gave is available for our Patreon supporters, and we're getting great feedback on it. It was a really a new 
lecture. A lot of it was new. I'd never done before. And it's an hour long lecture and it's available for free. If you're a Patreon supporter, no added cost beyond that. And as little as five bucks a month to be part of a Patreon uh, community. And if you take part in our Zoom AMAs once a month, you often win stuff far more valuable than what you're given. And I'm glad we could do that. Uh, she says, I'm a group leader for Healing Strong in the UK. My friend spoke to you just as we were all leaving. I have lymphedema in my leg caused by cancer in the lymph nodes in the groin. Do you know if there's anything I can do to improve lymph drainage when the problem is blocked lymph nodes due to cancer? Many thanks, Sarah. Now, I, I will say this. I, I don't believe the lymph nodes are blocked due to cancer. They're often blocked due to the de detoxification protocols or the overwhelming burden if you go through oncology, uh, traditional oncology, because it, it throws such a toxic burden in the body. And the lymphatic system is the drainage canal of the body. It's part of the detox pathway. And very often these, these uh, you know, these areas within, the, whether it be the groin or whatever, the lymph nodes become clogged and, and, and blocked. And of course, they'll often go in there and biopsy and they'll say, oh my gosh, we detect cancer. And then they'll start ripping out your lymph nodes, your lymphatic pathways. And then you end up with permanent states of edema lymphedema, et cetera, because they've just blocked the drainage canal of the body. This is where you've got what I call medical morons running the show. And uh, it just, I, I try to be nice, but it's hard to be nice when you see what these oncologists are willing to do to actually chase the end symptom and not acknowledge that the symptom is there to try and it's telling you your body is struggling to overcome it and move it on out. So in terms of lymphedema, anything that promotes the function and the health and the vitality of the excretory organs, like the liver, like the kidneys, like the colon, will help the lymph. Now, the lymph is, is sort of passive. It, it requires your movement for it to work, whereas the heart beats, you have a pump kind of thing happening and, and, and stuff's moving. The lymph is about you know, not being in stasis. In other words, you're just sitting doing nothing. Now, maybe you don't have a lot of energy, and that, that's a problem, and then you don't have the movement. There are things you can do, whether it be a rebounder or whether it just be walk around the neighborhood a little bit. You don't have to go for a 26.2 mile jog to get the lymph moving. There's also dry brushing. There's lymphatic massage. Um, there is uh, certified, there are certified lymphologists as well. Uh, we've had on this show and we've talked about it. So there's a lot of things. And of course, the use of hydration, water, Pure water, and I would argue echo water, the hydrogen-infused water where it's dissolved hydrogen there will facilitate as well the movement of these things out of the body to help the detox pathways, reduce the inflammation, the clog, the blockage, et cetera. Homeopathic drainage remedies, talked about them many times with the homeopathic hits of the day as well, that can help the lymphatic system. So anybody that's in the chat room want to add links and stuff to that, please do. And Sarah, you can get through this. You can try if you can to resist their pension the medical pension for removing lymph nodes as opposed to recognizing this is part of the drainage canal we want to help the body to remove the toxic poisons all right so let's move on to the long big uh comment of the day is this a comment or question super don from carol uh it says i have silent acid reflux and multiple food intolerances i've el eliminated many foods over the last 20 plus years most are healthy but Give me headaches and jumpy legs, spices, dark leafy greens, very small amounts, okay, not full servings, no garlic, onion, ginger with dairy, small amounts, okay. If I eat full servings over several days, then I get standard allergy reactions and eyes get a bit red. If I persist, I get very red eyes and itchiness and discharge. My diet is 98% organic whole foods, prepared at home, whole soaked grains and homemade nut milk or ghee in the morning. 
cabbage, salad, veggies, potatoes. We're getting some detail here. Squash, nuts, and legumes for lunch. Again, making sure they're organic, as you know, and she does. For lunch, bananas, a light dinner, two to three dates daily. I do eat a couple of tablespoons of ghee or butter daily. Good essential fats, and that includes saturated fats from healthy sources, which I have a bit of a craving for, she says. I'm a vegetarian. I started your aloe silver protocol 10 days ago, worked up to three times daily, have not gotten the homeopathic remedies yet, but we'll get those this week. My throat and eyes have been itchy since I started. I do not see dietary guidelines for your protocols. I've done so many different dietary approaches over the years and protocols always with some benefits, but I have never been able to reintroduce full portions of dark green veggies, which I would love to do. I tend to be a snacker, which may be an issue for healing. I can go two to three hours between meals, but not the recommended four to five. I can go 12 to 14 hours from dinner to breakfast. Many thanks for any recommendations you might have, Carol. Okay, so you are on 10 days into the Silver Aloe Gut Recovery Protocol. And that was before I got to that comment, I was going to say, have you done that? Because everything you're describing are various dysfunctions within the GI tract, the small intestine, large intestine, colon, perhaps the stomach as well. And I would add into the mix for you, Carol, if I were you, is the Alta health products can just the powder get a, a big tub or a bunch of them and get a level teaspoon not a little teeny tiny cup they have a little teeny thing but a level teaspoon activate in warm water and do that along with the silver aloe gut Re- recovery protocol three times a day to help restore the function to the liver the gallbladder the stomach the small intestine large intestine and colon and so that would be another thing i would recommend in addition you said you're getting the homeopathics to break the cycle of the things that seemingly, even though you're doing a lot of good things, something metabolically has not clicked back into gear and you're, you're on the right track. I would add the Alta health products can just, and go to Jonathan at choose to be healthy.com choose to be healthy.com. And you can use the code RSB five when you uh, check out. Also remember the folium products. Those are the breakthrough products, the folium plant-based I dare call them a medicinal, but you know, he's I, he, Bob, Bobby can't say much because it's a dietary supplement. I don't sell it so I can speak more truthfully, directly and freely about it. But this is one of the most potent antioxidants, binding heavy metals, even ionizing radiation things to bring things out of the body. As I said, if you break through that ceiling in your healing, it's likely that folium played a role there. So if you haven't integrated the folium products, go to foliumpx.com, use the code RSB10 when you check out or call Bobbery. He'll He's amazing. He he loves to talk to you and work with you and help you out in any way he can. So, Carol, thanks for writing in. I'll hopefully follow up. And now, wrap it up with the homeopathic hit of the day. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. What can I say about today's homeopathic hit? But it's usually the first thing people find out when they learn of homeopathy. It's Arnica Montana. The greatest homeopathic hit ever, because if you ever get a real hit, you need Arnica to deal with the shock, the pain, the injury, the swelling, the bruising, the contusions, etc. Homeopathic hits, the remedy for trauma and bruising. These homeopathic hits are brief introductions to various remedies so that you're not intimidated to go further into the Materia Medica. And I think Superdon said there was a question about the Materia Medica. I don't know. Maybe we'll get that in the bonus round. But this is the go-to remedy for trauma, bruising, muscle soreness. And uh, we'll hit a few of the highlights here. The origin of Arnica, it's derived from the Arnica Montana plant, perennial that grows in the mountains of Europe and Siberia and in North America. It's been used for centuries in traditional medicine and is highly valued 
in homeopathy for its healing properties. It's, it's like, good Lord, if there was a remedy everybody should have, if you have kids, it's Arnica. How many times they get banged up and bruised, you give them Arnica and they're on their way again. And I remember after learning of homeopathy years later, watching an old John Wayne movie, and they actually mentioned Arnica. Ar John Wayne mentioned Arnica in the Old West. They knew about this plant medicinal. Physical, Arnica is renowned for its ability to treat physical trauma, reduce bruising and swelling, and alleviate muscle soreness. From a mental perspective, after an injury, individuals may insist that they are fine, despite obviously uh, being in pain or injury with the injury. And a key indicator for Arnica, it's useful for shock as well. Primary uses, trauma and injury, ideal for immediate treatment of bruises, sprains, and trauma, shock. It helps reduce pain, swelling, and discoloration of bruising. Remember, this is what I was using the last couple of days intensely, along with a few other things to help, help my shoulder injury heal fast, and I went back to the gym already today. Post-surgical recovery, used to promote healing and reduce discomfort from sur surgical procedures, including pain. Muscle soreness, if you've been you know, working it hard and you're sore, Arnica is your friend. You can use it topically or as a homeopathic internally for sore muscles after physical exertion and intense exercise. Potencies. Uh, really, it's a, it's across the, uh, the spectrum. You can use whatever you got, 6X, 10X, 12X, 12C, 30C. You can go up into the high potencies as well. That can tend to be more for like severe trauma, even, even shock and trauma from abuse from years ago, high potency of Arnica at that point, but consult with a homeopath for that. Other complementary remedies often for joint pain, rust toxicodendron, which I think we've hit. I, I can't remember now. We've done 30 to 40 remedies so far with our homeopathic hits. Lingering symptoms of joint pains and stiffness. Hypericum perforatum, a great complement to Arnica when you have nerve pain and nerve injuries in addition to general pain and, and uh, inflammation and swelling and bruising. Bellus perennis, uh, I believe that's the daisy. It's excellent adjunct remedy for bruising and recovery, sprains and strains and nerve injury as well. I didn't mean never in C superdon. I made a, a quick... Typo, and it's my bad under Bellis. It's not a never injury. It's a nerve injury as well. So that has to be corrected. Cautions, while Arnica generally is, is safe, as a mother substance, it's slightly toxic. We don't typically use it on open wounds or drink it down as its mother state, but as a homeopathic, safe to use and on unbroken skin topically as an Arnica plant. Um, but if symptoms worsen or persist, please consult a homeopathic professional. Just to conclude and remind you, Arnica, the cornerstone remedy in homeopathy, especially effective for treating trauma, bruising, muscle soreness, shock, and more. Keep plugging into the Robert Scott Bell Show for more homeopathic hits. And remember, this is not to replace the doctor, not to diagnose, prevent, retreat. You know, on and on it goes, those disclaimers. This is about information and education for you to make more fully informed decisions about your health and the health of the people you love, including your kids. God bless you. Thank you for indulging me in the homeopathic hits. In fact, you're loving it. I was like reluctant. I don't know why. Maybe I needed a remedy for that. It was super, it's called Super Don and, and you. So thanks for being the squeaky wheel to make it happen. We got a lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show. I want to thank Trinity School of Natural Health as well as uh, Nutritional Frontiers and so many great banners you can click on and get great deals on great stuff that we actually use here. Thank you, Heather, for joining us from Trinity. Thank you as well uh, to Kimberly Overton joining us live from Medellin, outside of Medellin, the hills and the Andes Mountains where I'll be in a couple of weeks. Uh, and that's uh, Mountains of Hope. Uh, Kimberly Overton, Remnant Nursing, Nurse Freedom Network. And all y'all, you want to stick around 60 seconds or less from now. The bonus round commences because the power to heal is yours. All right, just got to write down Kimberly Overton in the notes. She showed up and also my typo in 
the homeopathic hit needs to be corrected. I'm just making notes here. Homeopathic hit typo. Got it? Should I do I need to do that and resend it, or what's the best way to do that, Superdone? Um I can do it. All right. So change never <clears throat> to nerve, and we're all good in that all homeopathic. Right. I'll do it right now because if yep. I don't, then I won't do it. Dude, I get it. I'm I'm there. With just, you. As soon as the, I turn the switch off of the show, it's gone. And I walk away. All gone. Yeah. <laughs> all gone. All's fair game. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, good show. Went fast today. Uh, really appreciate uh, all y'all submitting questions as well. And uh, let's see, what do we have here? That was really fun to see Kimberly in Colombia, yeah. where we will be. So, soon. so listen, I uh, I looked it up. Yeah, and apparently Medellin. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the guy, the 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 the, the, cry, the, drug, the lord. drug lord guy that right, was yeah. from Medellin. Um, yeah. Big, it was a big deal back when we were younger. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I looked it up. I just was like, you know, is it safe to go to Medellin, Colombia? And this, the answer I got back is Medellin was once infam- infamously dangerous. Mm-hmm. It was once known as the most dangerous city in the world, but the Medellin of today is completely different. In fact, Medellin's 82% decline in violent crime means the city is now safer than New Orleans. Wow. There you go. Nice so, find there. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. So there you go. Right? Remember, what, what we remember about something isn't necessarily what it is today. Things change. <laughs> People change, you know? This is part yeah. of the nature of consciousness shift and ebbs and flows. I mean, you know, we look at a city like San Francisco when we were growing up. What a beautiful city. What an amazing place to visit. People were like, oh, man, I've been there. It's just gorgeous. And now, other than if chi- a Chinese president comes to show up, you don't want to be there. Right. And even then, they clean it up, and there are no American flags anywhere to be found. It's like they've sold out to China. This guy, Gavin Newsom, what a what a piece of work that guy is. Yep. Uh, let's see. Cleo has a comment. Uh, 39-year-old that I know had tons of lymphatic you know, lymph nodes removed all down her leg years ago, but is forever sick now, including brittle bones and ankylosing, ankylosing spondylitis. Yeah, th- this is the point of allopathic medicine. Again, it's one thing to remove a bullet and patch you up so you live, see another day. It's another thing to start ripping out your body parts because you believe they're the cause of cancer when, in fact, they're the body's trying to desperately deal with the cancer that modern medicine brought you. Uh, just uh, maybe people are, are figuring it out now. I think there are articles about cholesterol not causing heart disease and being necessary for good cognition well into old age. I mean, these are things that never happened before. I was like one of those few voices in the wilderness speaking these things and then people calling me names for it now i'm like what are we going to do for an encore super don we're like old news well we could always talk about uh music or something i guess oh did you get can you get can you show that picture speaking of music i sent you this morning i sent it through skype and it was kind of a a a blurry picture but i'm sure it was taken oh right remember those Those little tiny Instamatic, <laughs> whatever they called, that had little tiny cartridges for film. And that was the thing back in the day, little Kodaks or whatever. Um, this was taken, I believe, I'm going to guess 1979. This picture Superdon is going to show you. And, and you're going to have to go full screen on this. It's hard to see. And I'll describe what this is. And this is kind of the fun stuff about music when we were growing up. All right. So this is a, a picture of that picture. One of my... Uh, best friends going back from grade school uh, sent this to me and he's the drummer in this picture uh, my buddy Brian Brownlow there 
and you see you got a drum set, a beautiful drum set. I don't know. Can you see what brand of drums that is? It's hard to see. Uh, but you see uh, a big, I don't know if you call those, it's hard to see what that is. Is it Ludwig? I'm thinking it's Ludwig. Maybe. That's yeah. the big name. And you see me, that's me, believe it or not, clapping my hands in a crazy shirt with a hat, kind of a wide-brimmed hat got big glasses on and I'm, I don't know if yelling or singing or something, but we were the, the back in the day, as I told you, I was in a garage band in high school. Now it looks like you're the dollar 98 band. Yeah. Remember the dollar 98 beauty show? <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't know. No, Rip Taylor. Remember that guy, Rip Taylor? Yes. He yes. was a, g- a game show host, outrageous flamboyant kind of thing. I think he hosted a show called the dollar. He was the guy that would show. throw the, shoot the confetti in the air. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So we at the neighborhood pool were the band for this, kind of fun thing that happened back in the day. Again, I think I was 13 because it was my bar mitzvah. I got keyboards. I used my bar mitzvah money to buy a keyboard and a synthesizer. And I was in a, a garage band. We weren't any good. My, my buddy Brian was very much good on drum, better on drums than I was on keyboard. But we had a blast. Another buddy of mine, Alex, was on bass, and he's not in this picture. But we played at the neighborhood pool this event. And my dad was the host of the $1.98 beauty show. I'm sure he wore sequins or something because my dad was, he was an entertainer in his own right. And we were playing, you know, kind of silly stuff in between. And, and I think that was the first time I remember trying moonshine, not kidding. Really? Yeah. Cause we were in Georgia and yes, there was moonshine in the 1970s and early eighties in Georgia. And it was this glass jar and I tasted it. And the moment I tasted it, it was like my, my toes got warm within seconds palpably warm like what was that uh so (laughs) it was a different era back in those days and uh you know these are the things we loved doing we were all into rock and roll everybody wanted to be in a band and we just did it and great memories great memories of those days even though there was disco we weren't that much into it but i can live with it now it's okay so if you had to guess what song you were playing right there what what would what would you say if somebody said you got you got to got to give it your best guess you know, we were doing a bad company, uh, can't get enough. That was a song we played back then. Uh, I think we did a kiss song. I don't remember which one. And, uh, but we were also playing like da, 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 you know, stuff that was inner, 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 what we call interfacing with the, the show too. Mm-hmm. So some of it was just like rim shot, da, 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 right. Gotcha. Things like that gotcha. were happening as well. We were like the house band at that moment. Uh, All right. So anyway, that's really cool, man. It's really yeah. cool to to have pictures like that, dude. I, I haven't seen that in forever. I don't know how he. Because I mean, honestly, story. unless somebody had a film camera, right, with with one of those cube, yeah, things that made yeah. the crunch sound the crunch when it, you sound, know, yeah, exactly. Unless somebody had one of those, there's no evidence of the stuff we did when we were kids, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice, really. Yeah, not like today where everything's on Facebook and Twitter right. and everybody's phone and all that stuff. YouTube, isn't that wild? Though? So it's really cool to have stuff like that. Yeah. And I think about that time, as I said, it was, there was great innocence at that time, you know, for the most part, if I remember, you know, okay, at 13, what grade are you in, in 13 years of age? Do you know what grade is that? What grade? 13? Yeah. Yeah. 13, you are, uh, eighth or ninth. I think you're a freshman at 13. Yeah. 13. yeah. Yeah. So that was the beginning of high school year. Um, you know, back in the day there was marijuana, right? I, I never did any of that stuff. I just wasn't drawn to it. And of course I was sick on 
Sudafed and everything else. So I didn't, who need more drugs uh, mm-hmm. because of my allergies and everything. But um, I think we heard of uh, speed. That was something back in the day. But I, there was nothing like crystal meth. Oh, there. amphetamines were huge and back then. Amphetamines, yeah. yeah, the speed, that was something. Well, no, there were amphetamines. amphetamines. That was before it became methamphetamines. methamphetamines. Yeah, yeah, it was amphetamines. You're right. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure. Pills, popping stuff, pills but, was a big deal. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm just thinking, like I said, of what we went through as kids versus, you know, what kids are subjected to now. You know, we weren't dealing with uh, gender ideology so much or at all. There was not that, you know, it's like you could be a boy or a girl. And yeah, as I said, we knew some people that were, were gay or straight. And of course, there was a lot of political incorrectness at that time about that. But it, it wasn't, uh, it, it certainly wasn't some of the bizarreness that kids have to grow up and go, wait, there are more than two genders. I mean, that just adds to confusion. <laughs> yeah. When, when, uh, when, what's his name came out with that song, Lola, it was kind of like, yeah. That, that's a weird song. Right. Yeah. We didn't think anything of it. It's it was like, like what? Oh, that's, a funny song. that's a weirdo. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, a lot of things have, have changed, not necessarily for the better. The uh, But I said, I just think about the innocence of that time. Of course, there was alcohol, as we said. And at that time, oh, yeah. the, you know, not everybody wore a seatbelt and a lot of people were smoking in front of their kids as well. Uh, in the that, car, yeah, on the, the airplanes, car. in the right. restaurants, in, in, in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So some things have improved. Yeah. You know, at least there's not that. Things so have much. definitely changed. Definitely like, changed. And the stuff that we find is weird and bizarre. Our parents thought stuff was weird and bizarre, bizarre, and their parents mm-hmm. did too. And it just keeps on keeps on degrading, <laughs> devolving. Yeah. Who knows where it's going? But at the same time, there's good stuff too. You mm-hmm. know, it's not all it's not all bad. We have a tendency to complain. and Today was and one of those days where we got the focus on a lot of good stuff. Good stuff, that's right. I like that. The positive, the things that are happening, they're good. And you can feel good in the in the midst of a lot of things that well, people want you to feel bad and angry and out of sorts. You don't have to participate in that. doesn't make you a bad person. doesn't make you a non-caring person. You have to take care of yourself. And there's got to be time for joy and, and laughter and happiness. Or else, you know, what's the what's the point of living? to only focus on the negative. And yes, we do have to cover those things. And I'm honest about how I feel about things. You know that if I'm feeling emotional, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, but it's nice also to remember, hey, you don't have to participate in misery. And it's not helpful, in fact, as they say, to necessarily commiserate and go down to that level. You're rather, you know, inviting people on up uh, whenever you can, as opposed to getting down there in the mud with them, unless you, you know, unless that's part of your journey. And I'm not uh, uh, judging you if you do, it's just, there's a lot of times where you can get lost in the mud thinking that you can help them. And there are other times you realize, well, I'm better off staying out of the mud and letting people say, Hey, it's, it's okay up here where I am. You can come on up. We'll welcome you when you're ready and uh, not beat people up for being in the mud either. That's not the point I'm saying. So, all right. What else we got uh, as we're heading into uh, Sacred Fire of Liberty tomorrow? As far as we know, we have Jonathan E. Moore live tomorrow. Correct. Yeah. He's got a new article out in Town Hall that we'll be talking about. Okay. I haven't seen uh, that yet. Yeah. Talking about what's going on in the Middle East. Okay. We also have, let's see, tomorrow, uh, looks like uh, Kate Buckley scheduled in the first hour. The Kate Awakening, looks like. <laughs> in the second hour, I mean. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Kate Awakening. Yes. So we'll learn about that tomorrow. So that'll be tomorrow. 
uh, over on Rumble. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Steiner. We were talking about me getting my haircut, which is happening here very soon. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, it's the, the timers, just, the clock is ticking here. <laughs> uh, and he says here, he says, Super Don, your daughter's wedding is one of the times when you most need your psychic antenna to be long. Mm -hmm. Is that what long hair is? Yeah, psychic antenna. If you go back to the Bible, uh, who was it they said, don't cut your hair? Was it Samson? Uh, and... You know, it was part of a, a connection to the, the, the you know, like a, a receiver for communication for the divine. That's part of the view for some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you might be more connected because your hair is long. I don't know what you got to be connected to. I mean, is there any controversy that you anticipate at the wedding? Is somebody going to object no. to it? You know, no, no. seems no. to be a happy event. Everybody's it's, excited. It about. should be. It should yeah. be my, uh, I mean, my ex and her relatives don't do well with alcohol, but oh, that's the okay, we're, purpo so, we're, we're we're purposely not having a lot of alcohol, so okay, it should how be you, okay. How do you do that at a wedding? Uh, well, unless they bring their own, I mean, there will be some, but it's not going to be like an open bar or anything. Okay, and, so. and um, yeah, the the live stream, you gonna live stream it? It is gonna put it on YouTube because there are a number of people that. Uh, older older people that aren't going to be able to make the trip and we so want them to be able to what to about super don fans that want to see it how will they see it um well i don't know i mean i could stream it to like our website um because we normally wouldn't have anything on there anyway yeah so only you know if people happen to show up at that time then they would they'd be able to i could do that i guess yeah hey they, Lori, thank you for it. reminding me i didn't forget everything from hebrew school <laughs> <laughs> Samson, the Levitical priest, after they Samson. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jim, otherwise known as Cetros Spotlight, mm -hmm. uh, says his dad used to bring his own beer to baseball games. <laughs> like the kids' games, the little league, or, or professional games? He's I'm guessing he's, he's probably talking professional games. I don't know. They're pretty much, they'll look at everything that you bring in nowadays. Back in the day, though, I mean, you were able to get mm -hmm. away with a lot. So That's true. They make some comment about it was cut that hair hippie. You called me a hippie? Who called you a hippie? I'm not a hippie. Only I can carry it, call you a hippie. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. What else we got? Friday, Edward Bartlett. GOP presidential candidates agree on abolishing the Department of Education. Can they? Okay, so we're talking about Department of Education on Friday. We should have Bolden on that day, but he's not scheduled back till the 24th. Yes, sir. And then let's look forward to December because it looks like, uh, oh, yeah, my wife reminds me that we had no alcohol at our wedding. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody had a good time. We were dancing, singing. Yeah, it's you know, not necessary. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. And all our organic, our wedding was catered organic back in the 1994 in Minneapolis, St. Paul area, which was not easy, but we found somebody to do it. That was awesome. Nice. Let's see. So, it looks like the trip to Medellin, Colombia, December 4th through the 11th. So isn't it funny how Mondays end up being difficult for us sometimes, yeah. travel <laughs> days. But it looks like the 4th and the 11th will be travel days of December. Okay. And hopefully we can go live 
uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from uh, Medellin. So or, I'm or going to I'm going to do this now. You're Gary. You're saying for sure the fourth and the eleventh. Fourth and the eleventh. So we need to okay. pre-record or encore those days because those will be travel days to get to uh, Medellin to go to the Mountains of Hope retreat, healing retreat. Okay, I'll do that now so that uh, Kevin doesn't right book anybody. Yeah. And really looking forward to seeing reunioning with friends, uh, seeing Laban and Anna down there, as well as, of course, Dr. Brian Artis and his wife, Jane. I got to find out from Brian who else is going that I might know already or we'll meet a lot of new people. And we'll have some really cool broadcasts uh, from the Andes Mountains. Never thought we'd be broadcasting from the Andes. Dude, this, is a, this cool. is a first. Yeah. And you've, you've broadcasted from some, some, from, you know, some remote yeah. places before, but I right? think this, we, this has got to be the... Uh, uh, record remind me where we broadcasted from i th oh you know what i think i did a broadcast from uh dubai once that one i'm not aware of um yeah. but i know you you broadcasted from from the island of curacao that's right we did which we is kind of out there curacao. and you've uh you broadcasted from england that's right we were in the united kingdom with uh anh yep uh, and you broadcasted from canada Yes, we've done live broadcast from Canada. And uh, once I did a broadcast, but it was pre-recorded. I had to go into a studio because it was the middle of the night uh, in Thailand, uh, Chiang Mai, I believe it was. I did a recording uh, uh, from the World Congress of Holistic Medicine. And this was before you. This was 04, 05. It was way back when. Um, and then this wouldn't be a remote location, but I'll never forget when, I mean, and this was back, this was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you broadcasted from a moving car, which at that time that was way was was kind of sketchy. I mean, it that was, was like just, Dave TV or something. Yeah, or yeah, yeah something like yeah. It, wasn't it was in Dave, the Ron Paul was, era. We some, were in a car, the Raw Milk Freedom Ride. I was reporting yeah. live as we were violating a federal uh, prohibition against <laughs> raw milk transport across state lines. Yep. And then we went to the FDA and ate milk and cookies. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Done some interesting shows over the years. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. What a, what a day to reminisce on some good stuff and the bonus round on top of it. Again, Heather uh, Gartuga and uh, from Trinity, as well as Kimberly Overton. Your audio is breaking up. What's going on? I don't know. That was weird. I think you're okay now. Okay. All right. Anything else to go over? Anybody else got questions or comments before we wrap it up today? We got to schedule some pre-record sessions too. Also a Sunday conversation. I want to think ahead of these things so we don't do it last minute. Yeah. you got and a we wedding got, coming up. We got to so. pre-record something for Monday too. Yeah. The 19th. Because you'll be, you'll be recovering from the wedding. Yeah, I've got. I'm gonna have a whole lot I got to do uh, the next day, so we'll we'll get something pre-recorded for that. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Appreciate it. And thank you for your questions and your comments. And if you have any questions that you would like us to answer on the air, you can leave those over at the website. You can email me at askrsb at gmail .com. You can oh what. Or you can do something like this. There's a phone call that we got. I think it was yesterday. Hey, good oh. afternoon. My name is Sammy Reed from South Carolina. And I was calling uh, regarding the medical, medical book that you're using or referencing from. 
uh, just trying to determine uh, the author of that book. If you could uh, pass that along, I'd greatly appreciate it. That's what it was. I remember you mentioned there was a question yeah. about the Materia Medica. So this is a Materia Medica. I have a few copies in the house, but uh, it is the Boricky, B-O-E-R-I-C-K. It's hard. It's faded out already. You see how much that's been used. But B-O-E-R-I-C-K apostrophe S, Boricky's or Boricky, uh, Materia Medica with repertory. That's the one I recommend. Um, there are many out there. In fact, you could pretty much, uh, if you want, and I'll tell you this, is simple because this is such a thick book with little writing. And even if you do this online, but if you like, let's take the homeopathic remedy, homeopathic hit of the day, pick one that you like, wow, I really want to go further into that one. That seems very complicated. And there's a lot more. It's like maybe way more complicated than Arnica, for instance, you could do a search, the homeopathic remedy name, say Bellis Perennis, right? The Daisy say Bellis Perennis homeopathic and then Boricky. B-O-E-R-I-C-K-E, an apostrophe S or not. And it'll come up. The page will be one of the things you'll find. And I think it's on an Indian website that you, that page from the Boriki will come up so you can actually research it one by one if you if you don't or can't order the thick book called the Materia Medica. So that's another way you can even print it out yourself beyond what we do with our homeopathic quick hits versus a little bit more in-depth uh, dive into it. So that's another option for you. I noticed that you can do that. And it makes it easier for me as I'm reviewing and researching the homeopathic hit of the day. I want to look at adjunct remedies. I could just click that in and not have to go, oh, let's open up the book, thousands of pages, where you know, it's like right there, the one I want. So that's another option for you. Who was it that called in and asked that question? Hey, good afternoon. My name is Sammy from Sammy. Sammy, Sammy. From South Carolina. Thank you for calling. Sammy. In. Called in on the toll-free 866-939-2355 line. Also, That's right. if you're not already getting the newsletter for free, you can uh, text RSB to double six eight double six. That's six six eight six six. And uh then you'll be prompted to enter your email address and we'll send you out an email. And thanks for sharing the show. Don't assume because you know it, everybody else does. We don't need to be the best kept secret in health talk media anymore, do we? Do we? No, I think it's time. I think it's time to come out from the shadows. Yes. All right, y'all. Thank you for being here. Anybody else got a question or comment, submit it, and we'll get to it tomorrow or the next day. All right. Have a good afternoon, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Short-haired Super Don tomorrow. I know. <laughs> Who's that?